0: i'm not even centered on the damn camera <laughs> hi everybody welcome to the stupid tuesday show where oh. nothing fucking wants to work and i'm actually really pissed off right now but uh welcome
1: welcome everybody thanks a lot i'm good to name. i appreciate that uh, i just ate an entire bowl of ramen right before the show was that a good stupid idea i'm ramen. not sure we'll find out maybe my toilet will find out what's going on doubleware Listen, on December seventeenth, twenty twenty-one,
2: Spider-Man: No Way Home hits theaters in America, and I couldn't be happier.
1: Do you look like you're snug as a, snug, and as, and a snug as a bug, Rider. Anyway, here we go. On the side, you can see what our topics are. We're going to be talking about the Rumbleverse. We'll talk about the Game Awards, but also stuff that was announced there. We have an interview with Ki World Champion Nikki. We'll also have some fun 5-5 matchups. We're going to be talking about the many betas that will be going on, including sudden DNF news. Who would have expected it? Not us, that's for sure, but there it I is. I had the premonition.
2: Don't forget uh, it. Wow, that's
1: correct. That's bizarre. All right, uh, let's move on. Let's start by talking about the Rumbleverse. <laughs> you good there, James?
0: No. No. <laughs> not at all what a struggle uh, not at at all
1: you want to hit the start on the go there (laughs) go all right we did it so we talked about uh i said that we're going to be talking about the game awards but let's start by even kind of before that talking about how During the Game Awards, I guess? Maybe we should have done this the other way around. I now think way too late for it to matter. Too late. Uh, Doing it. A game called Rumbleverse was announced. It was. And it was announced that it was the game that was worked on by Iron Galaxy. Uh, It's published by uh, Epic. Um, And they said that the very next day, that was Thursday night, the very next day there would be a playable build. And so... There was a playable build, and what guess was? who got to play that playable build? Twas me, and also him, and also I mean a bunch of other people to be honest. Uh, so I just I thought that we would take some time to talk about the game, what is it, and our thoughts about it. Sound good?
2: Sure. sure. Let's sure. do it.
1: Yeah. Video. All game. right, Brockamus. What is the game? Listen,
2: man, Rumbleverse is the game that you needed but you didn't know you needed. Rumbleverse is the mamma jamma, slamma jamma, knock yo mama out, fighting wrestling game of the century, okay? Hang on, hang on a second. That's what it I,
0: is. Are we getting yeah.
2: paid? or <laughs> No, not, not, even <laughs> can, I... not even a little bit. A... Not. I... <laughs> <laughs> not even is a little bit. We're not. Not even a cent. Matter of fact, I'll probably have to pay them for saying that somehow. But <laughs> Does the, yeah,
0: does no, the game Rumble have, have a... fighting
2: and lots of fighting? Yeah! That's, that's yeah! kind of what, that's kind what I was about thinking that of. Uh, okay. No, Rumble versus a... Battle Royale game focused on hand-to-hand combat rather than gunplay. Uh, it has a lot of amazing movement options. It um, has a you know great netcode, which would be expected from Iron Galaxy. It um, has a true rock-paper-scissors-ish system, just like any other fighting game. Uh, it has Oki. It has everything you'd expect from a fighting game, except for you can also climb buildings and chokeslam someone from 80 stories high to the ground.
1: Yeah, you can also climb up eighty stories and do an elbow drop off oh, onto yeah. people who are fighting on the ground and explode With them. The power, power of a thousand suns. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like kind of a car- cartoony looking game. Uh, there's a lot of humor in it, which I think is something else that I'm not surprised about, just knowing who works on the game. You know, having seen what Iron Galaxy has done in the past. Yep. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of like little jokes in there. It's they they have put it in a city, right? Like other other BRs, I guess, uh, and that city is grappital city and yes. you know the guy who's doing the announcing is Skip Leggerday and just there's just a lot of like little funny puns in the signs that are all over the place so i i really like that side of it um but yeah as far as the the combat of it goes it's not it's not a fighting game you know it's not i mean you're right that there are certainly some things in it that are from fighting games uh yeah. and and there are some mechanics that i think are are similar but like don't go into it or don't watch it thinking that like you know all the same sorts of decisions that you can make in a fighting game are going to be there cuz it's not like that it's definitely a it's definitely a br first and then
0: battle royale one, right br battle, a, a royale. battle royale yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
1: exactly and then the like type of br is fighting i guess but like i i really feel like it's more like it's 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 not a fighting game where you like where there's a lot of people doing a fighting game all at the same time. In, in my in my opinion, like it's more like it's a battle royale game and then you, you know, you fight in it. Um right. so anyway, I don't know if that's a big difference, but that's kind of how I can see it. No no,
0: I mean, well, I, I guess mean, I guess the best way to ask then, you know, I mean, you know, by nature, of course, you know, battle royales are kind of designed a way where obviously better players are going to win more often. But in general, there's enough chaos in the game and again intentionally done so that you know lots of people have chances to win right is is does that kind of feel like the case or does this uh or does it feel like that it's gonna because so for example like tetris 99 battle royale but like the people who are winning Tetris, like, no one's going to random their way to victory in that game, right? So, uh, can that is that kind of how Rumbleverse is designed? Is it more towards the casual? Is it more towards the hardcore?
2: Uh, neither. I mean, you're going to have players like any other video game, especially fighting games, that are going to come in and mash the light attack and get punished when they don't you know, confirm and things like that. And they're going to have fun doing that. That's what they want to do. That's right. all they want out of the game. They just want to do some elbow drops, whatever. Uh, but the, the combat depth is there. The combat depth is, is absolutely there. I mean, um, like David was saying, it's, it's, it's definitely a BR, but your basic fighting game concepts are all there. Right. So you're spacing your whiff punishing, uh, your oki, your defensive, you know, decision making, all that stuff is there. So I don't, I don't think that uh, it's that random. Also, the game is is forty players. A lot of BRs are like eighty plus, right? Like it is throw the world and whatever. Uh, it's only forty players for uh, okay. Rumbleverse, and the ring shrinks pretty quickly. So yeah, I noticed that, that. Yeah, people that can't fight. People that can't fight aren't going to survive. Right. You need, you, you need to either have really good movement or be able to fight or both <laughs> if yeah. you want to have a chance to, mean, to go deep. So, yeah, I, I don't think there's a lot of, like, randomness to it. If, if you look at my stream, I was I – was, the only time I wasn't, uh, like, top five or better is because I purposely screwed around doing something. Right. Uh,
0: so, I mean, I guess, know, guess, like, for uh, example yeah, – I think it's
2: pretty skill-based.
0: Right. So, I mean, I guess, for example, you know, like, I've talked to people, you know – they play Tetris 99. This is the only Battle Royale I've played, so it's the only frame <laughs> of reference that I have. No, I
2: couldn't tell, I couldn't tell at all. Right? Only
0: like, so, like, people are like, I've never won. Like, I've just never won at all, ever. Like, I never get higher than 10th place or something. For, like, people in the chat, um, who are casual players who did get to play in it, like were they able to win or did they find themselves always going out at like 15th place or 14th place or were there matches where they would get to top three every mm-hmm. once in a while? Like, is it Fall Guys? You know, <laughs> Obviously it's not, not Fall not, Guys. Yeah, Obviously yeah, so. not Fall Guys. I mean, guys. yeah, it's,
1: it's probably somewhere between those two. If those are the upper and lower bounds, it's mm-hmm, probably somewhere mm-hmm. between those two. I mean, right. I think that Brock was probably the best player in that open beta. Um, so he won or got second place like every time or whatever, I guess. But, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't, uh, I got top five most of the time and I got second place a few times, but I also lost at like 20 ish a couple of times. And occasionally I lost, I got 39th one time, although that was my fault. I specifically <laughs> went in the water to see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> that Somebody doesn't died. count. Somebody that does for me. Count. I don't know how, uh, but, but yeah, so, um, so I think I think that there's some variance uh, a little bit because, I mean, awareness is a huge part of the game, right? It's in this city, and there are different parts of the city. Some there's the suburbs, and then there are the tall downtown buildings. Right. Yeah, yeah. And when you're uh-huh. in the tall, you know, the the circle is closing in, and like Brock said, it closes pretty fast. Like games are like 15 yep. minutes long at most. Yeah, 10, 15 minutes. Long yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that's 10, smart 10, because I mean I feel like cool. I'm I'm totally down with it.
0: With a yeah, game absolutely. with no ranged attacks or, you know, no guns, I should say, stuff like that, you know, obviously running away and kind of avoiding combat, like, is that an effective strategy or is that something... No, I don't think so
1: because the, right. the, the game the game gives you perks for beating up other people. And those perks right. can be really important. You like yeah. build your build around it. And, uh, and, anyway, and those so... perks specifically come from you doing damage. There's no right. other way to get
2: the perks. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So, so they, in other words, if
0: you avoid, if you avoid fights done. all the time, you won't be you doing any perks. damage compared to the other guys. So when it's the last two guys, he's just going to murder you in like three hits and it'll you'll basically take forever to kill him, right?
1: Yeah, and like maybe he also is healing faster than you are. You don't have a- Oh, there. There right, like stuff okay, well. okay, uh, okay. So, okay. So, So uh, going back to what I was saying, depending on the area, if you're in the downtown area, it's totally possible that somebody's going to just come down with an elbow from the very top (laughs) and you're dead. Like that is completely plausible. That happened to me once or twice. Uh, And I did that to people a lot. Uh, And I don't know if they were good or or not. I mean, you're supposed to be aware of your surroundings, but like if you're in a fight... It's really hard for you to also pay attention to, like, is somebody going to come up from, you know, down on... I I would argue it's impossible to pay attention to. Yeah, right. So so what I'm I'm trying to say is I think that there is... That's not randomness, really, but, like, there is variance in results. You're not going to win every single time if you are... Even if you're really, really strong. You'll probably win a lot. You'll probably win a lot. But it's not going to be a case of, like, I win every time.
0: I, 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 like, you know, as a person who would like to make games, you know, I think about this right like this is a tough one to do because at the same time you don't want to make fall guys i mean outside of the guys who made fall guys who wants to make fall guys right i mean like but the thing about it is look at the phenomenon it kind of generated because it does have that anybody can win feel to it right But at the same time, you don't want to make it too – you want to make it hardcore, but you want to make it casual. There's got to be that perfect sweet spot. And just judging by the reception that I've been seeing on social media, I feel like it hit a lot of that. Um, the, You know, obviously I've seen people from Katana Prime who, you know, also enjoys Fall Guys, right? Like, you know, just having a blast in this game. And just, you know, I see everybody talking about here about how much they en- they enjoy the game, you know, from a casual play standpoint. And uh, I said this in response because, you know, Keats was obviously retweeting a lot of highlights from a lot of different streams. Mm-hmm. And there was the one clip of some guy who did the... the, the you know, the, 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 what do you call that? The, the leg a throw.
1: Spin-a-roony. Yeah, the spinneruni,
0: The thing that Wolf <laughs> has, right? Um, Fine. the, basically threw him off a building and then he jumped in the air and like chased him while he was being thrown and elbow dropped him after he landed. Giant swing, thank you. And, uh, killed him basically. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: you know, I immediately responded. I was like, this is exactly what you need to make in video games. You know, as much as people want to lambast and make fun of, you know, Guilty Gear's wall splats or the big counter message and and stuff, like, I've been saying forever now that that's the kind of stuff that you need to put into these kind of games. You just have to let people feel like a god. and (laughs) and That's what it seems like this game does. It lets you feel like a god. You know, like, you do stuff like that you're just like... I'm the best! Like, you know, you killed one guy and then you die in like 15th place. But you're like, you know what? I freaking body body slammed this guy. I hit the freaking light post and we bounced way up into the air and somehow they wall splatted. And then I got to, and like, that's all that matters. And like that to me, I feel like is so far from what I've seen. Like, again, I obviously, I didn't get a chance to play it. I was traveling that day. Uh, yeah. But it just seems like it's hitting all the marks for just letting people feel good about doing anything.
2: What <laughs> it does really well is—I mean, you're talking about all these things like can can these players win? Uh, I think something that Rumbleverse does really well is it makes sure people that aren't winning have fun too. Mm. Right. It's like seeing yourself get—you know. Izuna dropped from 90 stories... It's still funny. Like, it's sort of like, oh, damn it. And then you fall down and go kaboom and you die. And then you queue up right away again. It doesn't take very long. To, <laughs> yeah. Even when those things happen, it's just like, oh, that was dope. All right, next game. You know, it, is, actually, it doesn't feel terrible when that stuff happens. That's, that's true. true. I,
1: I I felt that way many times when I was getting got. I was like, this is actually really. Hilarious. Yeah,
2: this is like, <laughs> this, is this is so cool. You
1: got
0: yeah, actually, it. now that, that you mentioned it, I did play the Star Wars Battle Royale. Where you did like the space battles and like it was just like the the Empire versus the Rebels or something like that, and so half the you people. Mean Battlefront,
2: once, Battlefront's not a battle royale. Uh, there is no Star Wars battle royale. That no, I know the
0: space of. one I think there was. You just, but that was kind of the same appeal. You just jumped into a match that had like forty people, and when you died, you just came back in, or you would just, you know, it was yeah. it was quick like that. And they're. Yeah,
1: that's, that, that's battle royales in general. The, the, I think that's right. one of the things that people like most about them mm-hmm. is that you. there's very little time that you as a player are not actually playing. I mean, provided that there's like a server that, you know, a lot of people are playing on, etc. Right, but right. yeah, it's fast. Yeah, but it's other fast BRs
2: run. can take like 45 minutes to, to get through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, like to play your the game. longest match of, of, of Rumble, I almost called it its codename, <laughs> of Rumbleverse yeah. uh, is you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes max. Right, yeah, Whereas yeah. like if I get into a long game of Apex, I can run around for 32 minutes and barely see anyone, see a group of the very <laughs> end get shot and die. I don't right. feel rewarded <laughs> for looting for 30 minutes to die. Whereas right. Roboverse is right. like, I spent seven minutes looting, and then I, I mean, I didn't die. Other people died because of me, but they don't I, feel yeah, that uh-huh. bad uh-huh. because they only spent seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: yeah. Okay, I, let, let's, let's talk a little bit about the looting because we haven't really talked too much about, about like what's BR about it like we talked about the fighting a little bit um so you're you're going around and like I like we I guess we did briefly talk about the fact that when you deal damage you get these perks and right, the perks yeah. are like you do more damage maybe you heal a little bit you have a vampire aura or like whatever they're called i don't remember now but you know there's different things that you can get and yeah. you also uh can drink drinks you can you can up your damage you can up your stamina or you can up your uh health and so the you can drink up to 10 of each of one of these in total of these three um and like the numbers that you drink kind of produces a different build right so if you drink all 10 arms you're doing oh, a lot right. of damage I see. If you drink I see. all 10 stamina you have a lot of stamina and whatever right. combination that you you want to do uh, so you're you're, you're you're looking you're looking for those and then you're also looking for these magazines that you can pick up and read And those will teach you your special moves. And Mm. there's a ton of different special moves. Interesting. And quite different options. Yeah, they Um, all have
2: different different properties to them. Different properties. And then
1: there's even like different effective strengths of the same idea of moves as well. So like you can get a good, a better rocket jump or whatever than somebody else may have. Uh, it just, bet.
0: you know, it seems like if you landed in a place that you were kind of by yourself, you had time to farm the little item boxes to get these little power-ups and stuff, but sometimes yeah. you get dropped right next to somebody,
2: and then you guys well, I mean, fight
0: immediately, right? So, well, I mean,
2: you, you have control of where you land. Right, 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 right also, yeah, yeah. Also, that, that's, com- that part, that's part of the strategy. Do you want to land yeah. where no one else is, but you get a little extra loot, or do you want to maybe fight one or two people, get some perks, and then get your loot based on right. what those perks are? right Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you you generally are going to want to know where your perks are headed before you start building your character if you can do that right so you don't want to land in like the most popular i mean i do but a lot of people don't want to land in the most populated area uh but you know you want to fight some people early on you don't want to like avoid everyone it's not a a good strategy
1: so then, yeah. there are also weapons that you can pick up. Some of which you can pocket, other ones you have to carry around. There's also chicken that you can pocket as well, and that heals <laughs> you up when you eat it. <laughs> the, uh,
0: the, the butt chicken,
1: basically. Butt right? chicken, Yeah, because yeah, like yeah, yeah, right. yeah. earthquake. Chicken <laughs>
2: butt chicken. There's yeah. chicken shacks all around the the city too, and, and chicken carts that you can walk up to and mm-hmm. and, a you butt hide, and you can hide. You
1: can hide chicken. chicken. You can or hide whatever. It. You can hide stuff in bushes, or yes. you can you can leave chicken or whatever. Out in enticing locations as a chicken trap, <laughs> yep. and blow up somebody else for coming to get your chicken. Yeah. So look, that's like there's,
0: Zelda there's enemy of, bait, dude.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff in this game. I I really think that there's a lot of strategy involved, not just in the fighting itself, but like the fighting is. I mean, we talk about some of the some of the uh, aspects of it, but a big part of it is that you will always have different specials. It's just whatever you happen right. to come across. Mm-hmm, like you like mm-hmm. you may have a preference, and maybe. You know, if you last a long time in a game, you come up across enough magazines, maybe you'll get what you want. But oftentimes, it's not really like that. So you have to like on the fly figure out how to put together a combo or a strategy oh, based on the two. That's uh, cool. You can also you can also dodge cancel out of uh, out of hits and stuff. So like yeah, even that's cool. <laughs> like will you be punished or not is even a thing. Like you can right. maybe steal a turn by doing a dodge cancel or not doing a dodge cancel. Um, yeah, and, and, and the other, the opponents don't know what special moves you have, so if you only use one special move around other people, they don't know what your second one is, and you may, you may hide that second (laughs) one in a way that will become really important, and maybe you, like, surprise somebody with something that they didn't know that you had, after having even watched you play.
0: A couple of questions, uh, someone asked in the chat, are all the characters the same at start? Yeah. and they just graphically different obviously you yeah, can yeah, it's correct
2: just cosmetic yeah. the game okay. completely free to play and the only thing you pay for is cosmetics
0: okay and yeah. second thing is uh what is the controls how many buttons etc etc uh
2: it's a full xbox controller worth of buttons basically yeah there's an attack there's regular attack vicious attack there's a use item button there's a jump button there's a you click in the right stick to like ping things on the map mm. um Left okay. trigger is used okay. for sprinting. Right trigger is yeah. Every, every button's used. Yeah, there's, so there's like, block.
1: There's special move one. There's special move the D-pad two. Like, it's, okay, it's the D pad is used.
2: Okay,
0: that's what I was about to path. ask. When you get full the spe- when control. you get the special moves, how do you use them? For example, is yeah. it like- you,
2: assign, you assign them to left bumper and right bumper when you pick okay. it up. OK, so say you, cool. so even if you already have two special moves and you find a new move that you'd rather use, you can overwrite one of those moves, but you can only right. have two moves at one time.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. OK, I see. I see so, okay. the
2: strategy that goes along with that. So
0: in other words, as you beat up people, you don't just end up with 90 special moves. At the
1: end. Oh, no, no. OK, Yeah, you can only, you can only have two. Uh, so, yeah, it's a game that I think has a lot of strategy. There's, there's like obvious positional strategy you know whether you farm first whether you farm after you fight with people um which which moves do you like uh which which builds of drinks do you like um whatever combination of those things like i said chicken traps is an option maybe hiding information about which special moves you have is is something that could be important uh and then that even aside from just like the regular strategy of a fighting game of like whether to go in, whether to not, your footsies, you're you're dancing around, you're you're can't dodge canceling or not, your turn stealing, like all that stuff, you're you're Oki. There is an invincible wake up attack that, oh, the, that people can do when they okay. get knocked down. Uh, and so do you go in or not? See, right? look at this. Even There's rumble
0: verse even rumble versus putting in invincible DPs, man. This come game on. definitely
2: needs <laughs> invincible <laughs> DPs. Too. It has another layer to it, James. So if you if you wake up with yeah, this light a attack, super if you wake up with Light Attack, you get your Invincible Attack, right? You do a, uh-huh. a, a flurry. If you wake up with Vicious Attack, so if your opponent is standing there waiting you for to wake up with your Invincible Attack and punish you, uh-huh. so you're standing there blocking, you wake up with Vicious and you hit him with an Unblockable, and you get a free combo after that. So people can't just sit there and block and loom over you menacingly while you wake up mm-hmm, and make mm-hmm. you pick. You have to make them pick sometimes as well, right? Right. So it, it's it's a it's a bit different from traditional. I mean, it's kind of like a not invincible uppercut, I guess, because a vicious attack, you can hit people out of it. You can meaty people out of that. Dude, so it's, it's like a, it's basically a DP. Reason.
1: It's like DP or
2: command grab. I, yeah, I feel it, like. it's like basically yeah. It's it's a
1: hard read. man. Reason.
0: Amazing how you can actually turn inval DPS into a mind game, and that you don't actually have to remove them out of the game from every hey, character. man, hey, I'm with you. That was one of
1: the
2: biggest takes. <laughs> oh
1: man, I think the game has a lot going for it. It is really, really fun. Um, as full disclosure, I got to play, and so did Brock. Uh, a couple of betas beforehand, just like small, small tests um i didn't get i didn't play it that much uh i was gone for most of one weekend and another one i think i, d- I did play but you know not as much as i probably could have and um and when i was playing it on friday i kind of wish that i had spent more time because i really enjoy the game and i didn't know enough as much about it as like brock did like i watched brock's stream for a while before i actually streamed myself mm-hmm. and play and played myself and, um, it was really, it was really cool seeing how much he knew about the game and like all the little like tricks he was doing. So in other words, like, little combo tech and ideas like that were really cool. He's
0: only good because he's a tester. So we have to ban the testers basically. Absolutely. I should
2: have been banned. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you see how I was absolutely wrecking everyone. There's <laughs> yeah. no reason I should have been out there. I should have absolutely have been banned. <laughs>
1: It was, it was really fun. good. I, I'm I'm really looking forward. So the game comes out in I think February. If I dude, correctly.
0: everything is coming yeah. out in February, dude. Like it's the pack month. Are eating. What, eating what well. happened? When did? Fe- oh, you know why? It's because it's the end of the fiscal year. That's why everything comes out in February for games. Actually, no, I mean that that is one of the legit reasons. Is because once March ends. That's when you report all of your annual earnings, and so if you are low, or so people tend to release things around February to get the uh, to get that. That's it's, yeah. So I mean, Cone says February eighth, I guess, is early release and full release is yeah, later. Yeah, trailers are were saying
2: February February eighth is early release, and so then I believe full release is a week later. Yeah. So early release. This game is not going to be like a, we're an early release for three years. Like I think full releases, like their actual day one, is February fifteenth. So, so okay it's good it's okay. i mean it's oh not we soon.
1: didn't we didn't talk about the, the cosmetics at all so first of all i built oh, yeah, the most yeah. hilarious guy the most hilarious dude was was by me i think we all we can all agree obviously we can all agree on that one um including brock brock agrees with that uh, there's just a ton of options what i like about the character creation is that y- you can just do whatever you want um like there's no like a guy can't wear a bikini like it doesn't have that kind of a rule like you just yeah. wear absolutely whatever you want um and and it's it's also not like many other games where there's like one upper body thing that you do this this one is more like whatever you can fit on the character so there's like you can put on like a like a shirt and then a jacket and then also like little gloves and also like tattoos that go kind of like on your upper arm like you can just whatever you can fit on the character is what it feels like and i i really like that there was a lot of freedom in your character choice and like a lot of expressiveness i feel which is important to me so i'm looking forward to that and then there's also really really super funny set of emotes uh they had the worm on there and you could actually travel around by worming <laughs> it's not just yeah. like you can do it in place So <laughs> like you're worming across you know the, the ground and there's also uh I forget what they call it is it called super thumb i think um yeah, exactly. No, yeah, that the, was the glitch the, from glitch. the yes. from
2: the wrestling yeah, game. That's yeah, in Rumbleverse. I know. I it. saw it's the emo. video
0: of that, and as soon as I saw the emote, I was like, "That's the wrestling glitch." Yeah, it's
1: genius. <laughs> genius. So I feel like those two are basically compulsory. Like, what are you like? Imagine not taking both of those. There, literally.
2: there is a there is a play dead emote that takes up stamina because they don't want you to play dead for too long. But uh, I saw two people fighting. I have this on stream. Saw two people fighting, not paying attention to me. I was like, I'm going to run up and play dead. And I laid down, and they fought around me for a good 10, 15 seconds before I got up and punched them. Wow. (laughs) It's actually effective, too. That's actually strategic?
1: That's so I'm glad I'm going
2: to take stamina because it would be very cheap if it didn't. Yeah.
0: Otherwise, you would have to go and punch every person on the ground, right? Yeah, it would be a
1: problem.
2: Well,
0: Yeah, it it would be a problem. It
1: says KO over people who are dead. Yeah, but like it, there's still, a little KO like bubble. It would be a oh, problem. I think that's cool though. I didn't know that you could do that. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. It was funny. Oh yeah, what's my character like? Basically, my character has cat claws and and cat paws for both uh, hands and feet, and then it has like a beekeeper's mask that covers its entire face. It's all yellow, um, and you can't see any of its face at all except for its gigantic, bushy walrus <laughs> mustache that's external to the <laughs> to the mask, <laughs> and tight little yellow underwear. That's the That's the whole character. And it's actually genius, I have to say. I when I found it, I was very proud of myself. I think that it was the best.
2: I uh I didn't spend a ton of time on my creative I could character. Tell. I can tell. I uh he looked very great. I mean very much more stylish than David's Awful. for sure. Uh but outside of that, I I'm just excited for if this game blows up, when this game blows up can you imagine all the tie-ins are going to be able to do with the cosmetics? Am I going to mm. be able to wear Batman's gloves and Spider-Man's masks and Wolverine's boots all at the same time? Because <laughs> I really want to.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Epic's involved, so who knows, right? I guess anything could, could come. Yeah.
0: So I mean with Epic developing but I mean Epic is publishing it so but Iron Galaxy is the guys making the game right. It yeah, they they're the
2: developers. They're they've, the
0: developers. Okay.
2: They've been doing this. Yeah. yeah they they proposed mean, it to Epic, I believe, so. Yeah,
0: so if Epic is publishing it, yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of power backing this. So this is going to have the yeah. potential to be very very big. So that's actually going to be really really cool and and again, you know, hearing you know someone like keats you know adam hart of course you know good friends of you know good friends of ultra chen tv i guess uh, you know sure. um uh just it's it's cool to see him be able to work on something that has the potential to be this big and successful cuz i mean this guy he comes up with a lot of great ideas and such so it'll be It'll be uh, fun to track this and hopefully less stressful than making a fighting game.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I somehow doubt it's less stressful, but we're going to have him on next week as our guest, so... We could ask him then. Spoilers? Yeah. Come on. No, I mean, I, I think we're already talking about <laughs> No, spoilers. I know. People I know. know that I know. Bringing <laughs> the, the lead designer on next week. So. No, we have
0: to promote that. We have, have to get people. Yeah, we got to get people to actually show up. So I'm just trying to play it off like it was some big special <laughs> secret. That's all. If awesome.
2: you guys have questions, save them up for Keats. He'll be here next week. I don't know exactly what he can and can't answer, but, you know, yeah. shoot your shit in the chat. I mean, the worst case, we don't read your question.
1: <laughs> My question is. So, no KI2? What's going on over
2: there? Well, you know, I saw some people posting stuff like that on internet forums. ki dead And I'm dead? just like, somebody, I think somebody said along the lines of, if we had to give up KI2 for this, I guess I'm okay with it. Do you really think that Iron Galaxy gets to choose when Killer Instinct <laughs> gets yeah. the same guy? Come yeah. on, man. that's yeah. not
1: how this works. They can just yeah. make whatever game they want with whatever yeah. ID they want. They chose yeah. not to, for sure. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what happened.
0: Here. Most yeah. game publishing companies very rarely get to decide what game they are making. That is the reality, unless of course you're one of the, unless you have that ability, or you're just like some big name, and you're just like, you know, Dice game and you're just like, you know what, I'm making another Guilty Gear, and Arxis is like, okay. <laughs> Before the most I mean, part, I
2: think that's what Iron Galaxy basically did with this. They they had the the dream and were like, we're gonna do it. So. Right. That's well, cool. we'll talk with uh, Adam. Yeah, we'll Hart, ask Adam Hurt. Hurt yeah, I believe,
1: I Adam, yeah, Adam Hurt. I Adam Hurt, something like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll ask him about how his name is spelled next time. Maybe uh, he'll
0: have the potential to tell us how it just all kind of came to be, you know. that? Would yeah,
1: be cool. yeah, yeah. We'll Absolutely. That. Hopefully. Yeah. Cool. All righty. The Rumbleverse. Beefy game.
0: Okay.
1: Number two, we move on to...
0: The Ever prestigious and amazing game awards.
1: The game awards. Big news. It was this past weekend. It I mean past week it was was on Thursday night. It was huge. Kind of literally, because it was like three and a quarter hours 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 long. long. Yeah, about three and a half hours long. It was very long. Yeah, including the pre show. It was basically the entire night. I
0: you know from what I you know gleaned from this I felt like it seemed like it was kind of like a little haphazard or something like that because it felt like the the content kept getting interrupted by like these awards or something like you know it was just like everybody wants to sit there and see like trailers and stuff but then they kept trying to give out prizes or something it was really strange
1: I'm actually in complete agreement with you <laughs> <laughs> avoid doing that they almost kind of did actually because there was a string of time where the host read off like multiple categories in a row and it was just like here's the i think it was when they gave out the fighting game award i think there were other ones that were like at the same time was, like <laughs> best fighting game of the year goes to the only option guilty Gear Strive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey what about uh jesus and marion barry chain's question in the chat i missed the game awards what was the big NRS announcement?
1: What was the big NRS announcement? That Nothing. Mortal
2: Kombat 11 is on Game Pass, so they announce a few days after the game awards. <laughs> so weird. That's NRS...
1: Weird.
0: Right now stands for nothing really special because nothing <gasps> really special got announced
2: at the game. Nothing World. revealed. James said dude. it, and community come for James Chen. He said that shit. him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, nothing revealed. Somehow.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, uh, they didn't. So look, there <laughs> were rumors. Pretty much. I mean, we talked about it last week. Like, what do we expect? And we part of what we talked about was. Like what do we think that NRS is gonna do? Like, we kind of gave into that too, but there was to be honest, like no indication from the devs that there was gonna be an announcement. Except yeah. but Boone X-Dino's and guy. Tobias were there together. Can you believe that man. Boone hung out with Tobias? Listen. It must mean something. I got Boone hung I out got with a guy who used to work at NRS, Hector. I, oh I don't God. I don't trust yeah,
2: I don't trust that he would just be hanging out with a guy that he knew. Look, man, the pandemic has made me like eagle eye this type of stuff, right? Like, if there's a pandemic and you don't have an announcement. Why would you go to the game awards? Is basically how I felt. So I'm like, why would Ed Boon be at the game awards with his friend during a pandemic if he's not announcing something? Like, that's <laughs> that was my, my train of thought. So I got, God, I blame the pandemic for making me feel like there's no reason he should have been there. Why would he risk it? of course he's announcing something all right that that's that's my excuse for getting got
1: that's probably hanging out like going to a fighting game event for us like he he, like he's going to see a lot of people he's known in the industry for 25 30 years and they'll get to hang out right I and i I do want to address
0: you know what uh stephanie says in the chat as well is that obviously the game awards do mean a lot for the developers you know, I, I, it's just sure. you know I talked about this at length on Synchronized last week. Like, I it, I just feel like we have to get to a point where, uh, I mean, it, it's tough because, you know the. the I don't know how to how to sum it up quickly, but it just feels like, you know, the game awards, the way they're re- rewarding things, you know, like, oh, best indie game, best fighting game. but And it's just like, it just seems kind of ha- haphazard. Like, I feel like there shouldn't even be indie versus major production kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, it should just be you know, once we're getting, and the other hardest part about this too, honestly, this is, this is, you can't blame the game awards for this, but like when you vote for best picture in the Oscars, you are not allowed to vote for categories where you have not seen the majority of the movies, I believe is what it is, right? And so in the span of a year, if you are a movie fanatic, you can actually watch the majority of the movies that came out that year that are significant. When it comes to video games, it's like someone's going to be like, you know what? I need to vote on this category. Let me knock Breath of the Wild out this weekend. (laughs) You know? And this is what makes video game awards really hard, in my opinion. And I'm not sure what the best way to solve that is, but it's it's like... It takes so much time, and there's so many games, and any indie game can come out and just be the most amazing thing. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, it Takes Two won the majority of the awards, and that's more of an indie game, right? And so, you know, that that's awesome. I, I love to see that, but it's just, you know, how do you get a chance to try everything? How How can you properly feel like the people voting like it's just it's user vote isn't it isn't it just like fan voting or how does it work i don't know
1: my uh, my memory of it is that it's 90 percent whoever chooses uh the, like whatever their experts are and then 10 van fan well, they, they do okay. have okay yeah they're
0: oh it's not really an indie game okay see I'm, I'm not even sure to be honest so
1: hmm uh yeah i think the publisher for that was ea if i recall correctly um anyway Uh, look, so fighting game of the year, Guilty Gear Strive. The other contenders were Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, The Hinokami Chronicles, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, and Virtua Fighter V Ultimate Showdown. So, um, I feel like there's, like, two plausible contenders, and, like, one of them was clearly the one that was going to win. Um, I mean, not to say anything negative about Melty Blood, which seems like a very fun game. Uh, I played it for a little while. But like you know, Guilty Gear is certainly a bigger property mm-hmm. um, than that, so I felt like that was not a surprise. But anyway, cool. Congratulations to yeah. the devs. Obviously, very well deserved. It's an awesome game.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just like something when you nominate art direction, right? And you nominate art direction. How is a game like Guilty Gear Strive not in art direction, right? Because it's like it's like literally that's
2: all of the, the vi- Gear. Not come up for music in of a game in the year or whatever.
1: The yeah, music, multiplayer. Like, there's a lot of other options. I think that games like that should be in contention for. But right. as as not surprised as I was about Gear winning that fighting game award, I was also not surprised that it didn't show up anywhere else. Right. I would be very surprised, in fact, if a fighting game ever showed up in best right. multiplayer so the, or what any other category.
0: Yeah, and and that's the thing, right? So, like, I mean, obviously there is an element of feeling like a lot of it is popularity contest. And, you know, as much as, again, I only know all this stuff because my brother was super involved with it, even in the movie industry. Like most of the time when you get the best picture nominees, for the most part, a lot of those movies are kind of the best movies of the year for from a, from a critical standpoint like they're actually good movies you know <laughs> and the art direction typically is some of the best art direction direction is typically a lot of the best direction in in of, of the of the year you know and i just feel like you know you know even stephanie says in the chat like what is an indie game you know why is there an indie category right you know it's just it, there's it's just there's a lot in that i feel like needs to be ironed out before the awards can feel as legit as possible in my opinion so
1: well i think i mean there are other awards after all other awards um ceremonies or people who give out awards for this one specifically i feel like the thing about it is the reveals like that's why people are watching if you're a dev i'm sure that you're interested in the actual like Mm -hmm. results but um obviously i was watching for the reveals so anything else to say about the awards or you want to talk about the things that were shown
0: yeah let's talk about some more of the stuff so i mean we mentioned that obviously nrs wasn't uh representative there but what i don't know i guess some people were expecting it but there definitely was some king of fighters news uh that showed up at the awards and uh, to everybody's surprise, they announced that a second beta was happening literally the next weekend. So <laughs> uh, a lot of people were not expecting that. And they were announced that uh, eight different characters than we played in the first beta uh, are going to be playable, including a uh, brand new character, Cronin, who was revealed at the event as well. Mm. And I think you mean K4-9? Yeah, basically K
1: hey,
0: Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if you guys know the whole story behind K four nine.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> so tell us,
2: James, revel us in the story. So
0: what I was told is that K four nine is basically Tetsuo from Akira. Like, he looked like him. He had the big alien arm like him. He was voiced okay. by the same guy. K-Dash, I think, was voiced by the guy who played uh, one of the other characters in the movie. They even had lines that, like, kind of referenced it and everything like that. They got sued. They got cease and desisted. And so, uh, K-4-9, basically... Kaneda, that's what it was, yeah. And then, uh, basically, uh, that's why in... 2002 um he shows up with like the name nameless he shows up as nameless and they had to redraw him completely in a completely new sprite in a completely new they even tried to give him his own storyline and suddenly he's a martian or whatever like that but now it seems like they're going back to the K49 storyline, but now renaming him to Cronin and making him look a little bit different, so he looks kind of like a blend between Nameless and K49, and so that's how they're trying to like fix the story or something like that. You're just and so,
2: confirming my bias that there's no such thing as a good fighting
1: game story right facts. now. Well, completely... so <laughs> he's a Martian.
0: Like, I mean, I wa- but see, the thing is, he was a Martian in actually, the non-canon yeah. game. In the non-canon game. 2002 is not a canon game. It's a dream Absolutely. match. That's
2: not confusing at all. And,
0: no, it's not. It's super confusing. But the thing about it is, like, every SNK fan loves the story. And the story is actually pretty consistent. So it's hard to say that the storyline in, in, in KOF games sucks because... That's like one of the main whole driving forces of the franchise. And the more I, you talk... I feel
2: like when you have to say something is consistent and that's like a positive to it, that's like the, the, the bare minimum of what something should be. <laughs> okay, that's, not, that's not saying anything for yeah. me. It's consistent. Well, if it's, it's consistently just, shit, well, it's still it, shit. It, it, it's
0: the thing, the thing about it is it's like it's like that many people who are fans of... Like, I haven't met an S&K fan who isn't obsessed with the storyline.
2: I'm not saying they can't be, but, you know, I'm, I'm obsessed with, like, a lot of things that are garbage. I just, I'm
3: aware <laughs> that they're bad, you know? Yeah.
2: I really yeah, love man. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball story is so terrible. The power scaling is all over the place. It makes no sense. But
1: I really love Dragon Ball. Like, I just know <laughs> that it's bad. It, it's okay. Uh-huh. It, it, you can like bad things. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people who really care about Street Fighter storyline. I know there yeah, is no really
0: storyline in Street Fighter. There, sorry, is there, are, a line there is storyline. comic books and cartoons and there there's, is the games is are set
1: exists. after other games. Like there is a storyline in it. It's yeah. just, oh, man. I don't even know if it's bad. I never watched the one for SF5. I couldn't even tell you. Uh, for MK, at least the last couple of games have been good. But there are people who've really been into MK story ever since literally the first one. And yeah. it really matters to some people. So whatever. I mean, enjoy what you like. Who cares? Uh, he's a Martian, is what I'm going to go with for forevermore. Uh, so will this <laughs> will this Martian be in the beta? Do we know? What's that? Will the Martian be in the beta? Uh,
0: well, Cronin will be in there, yeah, but he's not oh, a Martian cool. anymore.
1: So unfortunately. Oh, so. dude, that's unfortunate. So he's he not got a revoked. Martian. His citizenship was revoked because oh, that no. was all
0: nameless <laughs> in the dream match. Now. I took. Were you not paying attention? That was in the I'm not dream sure match I game. That was in the dream, the dream no, actually, match game.
2: match this is a fever dream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it might have been all a dream. Uh, okay, uh, and then there was another announcement with respect to fighting games during the Game Awards. It's that Persona 4 Arena Ultimax is getting a release on PS4, Switch, and PC. Release date, March 17th, 2022. But tell me, David, does it have rollback? I don't know the answer to that.
0: And also, the question is why would they go through this much work to release a P4, re release P4A Ultimax on all these new platforms if that wasn't an indication that a P5 arena might be coming out at some point in time? Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, you would imagine that that's coming. Mm -hmm. You would imagine that that's coming. But also, if you remember back in like 20. 2014, 2015, whatever it was, Capcom re-released Vampire Savior and put out a teaser trailer. It said Vampire is not dead. Darkstalkers are not and dead. Darkstalkers are not dead, and yet it's so dead.
0: Well, remember. <laughs> so... so remember though, they release re-released Darkstalkers as a gauge to see the interest yeah, in which Darkstalkers. Yeah, a terrible
1: idea. Yeah, because no,
0: no one bought. The Dark Stalkers collection.
1: Yeah, we, we got forty seconds. Do you guys have any games that were interesting to you in the reveals? Anything that you wanted to point out in particular?
2: Yeah, the um the game with the shark. Big old shark game, DC, uh Suicide Squad game. Suicide game Squad Su- you're going for
1: here. Yeah. Yep.
2: That was that was the dope that was the, the highlight for me game. for sure. good old shark king shark
1: that's hilarious yeah yeah, I agree I think that Suicide Squad looked really good I I really liked how that looked it looked like you could do a lot of interesting fun stuff I'm obviously interested in Dune Dune RTS okay taking it back that's gonna be the end of your life David and also 4X I'm actually not sure i'll allow myself to play that game didn't
0: they make perfect. an open world might, sonic game didn't did they announce an open world open sonic,
1: world sonic game? game? yeah
2: but they so didn't show I? any gameplay yet so i'm not i can't get excited for.
0: <laughs> look i haven't i know we're out of time i'm just gonna say i haven't watched any of the reveals except the fighting game ones i don't even know what the reveals are so i have no answer to that so i was doing commentary during the time that that was when going that on. w
1: thing WB thing came on and people were like, "Ooh, a new injustice!" for like two seconds until they thought it just didn't. yeah. No. <laughs> not, it's just a Wonder Woman. Oh
3: man. Anyway,
2: so all right, moving on. Let's, let's get let's on. get Nikki in here. That guy. Where's that Nikki guy?
0: All right. Uh, well, before we get Nikki in here, we're going to take a quick break so that we can get him situated into the stream. So we will be right back, guys. Do not go anywhere. We are bringing on wor- KI world champion Nikki FGC. So you do not want to miss this. We will be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. Well, my cat decides to rub his head all over the microphone here. Hi. My cat really missed me. This is the first time I've traveled a weekend in, like, two years, and I think they were freaked out by it, and when I came back, they were that just like – yeah they were super happy so all right well we we have a very special one here for you guys today because we are bringing on not just any player today but literally the world champion of killer instinct and that is mr Nikki fgc let's bring him on here hi Nikki, how you doing What's
4: going on guys thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure Absolutely. I that just
0: want you to know that knowing that you are coming today, you see, you see
4: this? Oh, man, that's a classic. You see that? <laughs> I haven't awesome. seen that shirt in years. Yeah. I even got the- uh, That's awesome. That was the, the first World, World Cup. The,
0: the, the, the World Cup hoodie oh, nice. here and everything. Oh, man.
4: So I was all ready for you, you see,
0: <laughs> themed here. Very
4: nice. Very nice. Go. On brand.
0: I, I mean, so, Tubo has the it. robot on his shirt, too, so he's on Knife. brand,
4: too. Wow, okay, wow. Yeah. David with the ECT merch representing Connecticut, I'll take it. That's, hey,
1: this is <laughs> three three. All, all back to all Nikki. Yeah, all all back to Nikki. Uh, all right, Ooh, yeah, so of course we are going to be talking about the KI World Cup, but let's start by talking about you. And let's start by talking about how it is that you got into fighting games and how it is that you got into taking fighting games seriously enough to start competing.
4: Um, Sure, I mean, I've been playing fighting games my whole life. Um, I was born in 1995, so I'm I'm a young guy compared to, you know, a lot of the the, the OGs. But I did start start competing right out of high school. I was about 18 years old. Uh, I started traveling for KI like a year after that. My first game actually was Injustice 1, was the game that really Mm -hmm. got me into the FGC because I'm such a big superhero fan, DC, Marvel, whatever you have. Um, And I found out they were making a superhero fighting game, and I was all in. Um, I had played Mortal Kombat 9. I found out the developers of that were... Making a new fighting game, and I was just bam! I was like, "You can play as you know Raven from the Teen Titans. This is awesome!" And um, <laughs> I started, you know, learning fi- fighting game stuff after that. Frame data, what have you, hit boxes, hurt boxes. I went right into the the meat of competitive Dang. stuff because I'm just a super sweaty person like that. Um, and then when Killer Instinct came out, it translated really well because they had all the frame data in game and mm-hmm. hit boxes and hurt boxes and what have you. And it just kind of steamrolled. <laughs>
0: that's that's well, interesting. So, I mean, like as a yeah. casual player, like none of that stuff intimidated you. Huh? You were just I mean, like just, all like, in.
1: Did he do the casual phase, or were you just like in there competitively? I,
4: I was a casual, like basically before high school. Like I played Smash Bros. and uh, the first fighting game I actually played okay. was Tekken Two for the PS One. <laughs> that was my first ever fighting okay. game. Okay, so well, you well, know, not, not super old, but you know, old now, I guess. Um, that was my first ever fighting game. I used to play that a lot with my cousins growing up. And, you know, of course, that was super casual, but I didn't really focus a lot on fighting games after that. It was like I played that when I was maybe five or six, and I came back around to fighting games towards the end of high school, right before um, right before KI came out.
1: What What is it about fighting games that drew you to them?
4: Um, the competitive atmosphere, the first time I watched um, Evo was Evo 2013 was the first tournament that oh, I ever watched geez. and I watched it live and I watched Sonic Fox versus Pig of the Hut in grand finals of Evo for <laughs> Injustice 1 and that was like, I have to be a part of this, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen, people are going absolutely freaking nuts in the crowd and those guys look like they're having yeah. the time of their lives, I, wa- I want to do this, this looks amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I commented that I remember I was rooting so hard for Pig of the Hut, but I was oh, yeah. trying not to let on. I don't know if that was <laughs> obvious or not. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, I was like, we can't let this little kid beat us. Like, oh man. I, <laughs> I mean, anyway. like,
0: I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll get to this Definitely. in a little bit, but I mean, like, you're watching this, you're watching Sonic Fox win this thing, and you're probably thinking to yourself, I'm gonna be a world champion one of these days. I mean, I mean, is is that is that kind of what came to your head? And like. Did you really think you could get to that point? You know,
4: um, realistically, I don't think I was looking at the going for the gold as much as I was really looking at just being a part of that atmosphere, being a part of the community, and submersing myself in like being a part of the FGC and going to tournaments and just the whole, you know, the, like the whole experience. That's really what I wanted out of it. You know, meeting people that love fighting games as much as I did, and um, just just you know making new friends and stuff like that. Uh, the competitive stuff kind of just was a byproduct of that you know going Hmm. to ki tournaments and stuff like that and and ended up placing really really well for many years that stuff kind of just happened after that i don't know (laughs) and when you pick a pretty good character i guess that happens too yeah
1: congratulations on that yeah Uh, you got carried did you did you have competitive stuff other than fighting games before fighting games
4: like did Um, you take sports seriously or I was no, I was never an athlete. I w- well, somewhat. I was I was in karate as a child. I got my black belt in Tang when I was 12 years old. So I did do competitions for other things technically. Um, but no, mostly it's very weird because I'm not naturally too competitive of a person when it comes to things other than fighting games. Hmm. Um, I really I I'm kind of more chill. I think mellow outside of fighting games, or maybe even like board games. I think would be the next most competitive thing for me. Okay. <laughs> you know game games in general. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm an artist and I'm a musician, so I'm Dang, pretty what pretty free and open You know, you, you, I don't really do a whole lot of the <laughs> do
0: you draw a lot. Do you do you? Play you play music
4: Ugh. Yeah, yes, I'm a musician. I, I play bass. I sing I do guitar hey, by the way What have you
0: I just want to say that I did not approve of this interview because I don't like this guy by the way Cause not only is he a world champion of video games, and he's a beautiful human being, and now I find out he's an amazing musician. He's an artist. He's like super kind-hearted. What is this?
2: I mean, well, I mean, not only that, you know, not only does Nicky have fans, but you also have the Ultra Tech students, right? So you're also a teacher.
4: I do also teach people how to play Killer Instinct professionally. Um, is my main. My main gig is I run a Patreon service where I uh, I teach people how to play Killer Instinct day in and day out, sometimes seven, eight hours a day, just constantly grinding with people, teaching them matchups, teaching them how to play the game, um, giving them my two cents on, you know, uh, the, the meta of the game, you know, allowing them to pick my brain for 30 minutes, 60 minutes at a time, whatever, whatever they, whatever they want. I mean, I've been playing the game since, you know, and since it came out, so. Have a lot student, of experience.
0: <laughs> those students aren't his um, only fans, right? I mean, you were oh, almost oh what, you were almost a fan as well, right, Tubo? I just I just wanted to say, right? So. I, I
2: was almost a fan, but I didn't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and that's why I'm part of Old Tech University. <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh Tom, my talk Lord. To us about
1: your your career arc in Ki, like you know, starting out. Uh, hang on! Stop! Got- stop! Hang on,
0: guys! Stop! Hang on! Hang on! David ask your question again my audio program died on me right when you asked that question and it just crashed so uh I need to get that answer again so start the question again and then get to the answer again I'm sorry
1: hello Nikki my name is David Graham thanks a lot for joining us tonight (laughs) we're going to be talking about how your career arc in KI was from when it began to eventually becoming one of the top players
4: Sure, so my first ever offline tournament for the game was in June of 2014, um, and it was an offline tournament, and it was, a re- it was a regional tournament in Connecticut hosted by Walter, who helps run East Coast Throwdown. Um, he ran an mm. event called Resistance, and I traveled there. It was about 20 minutes away from where I live, and that was my first ever offline FGC experience ever. Mm. It was like an 18-player bracket, but it was kind of stacked. You had people like Paul B. at the time, who was really good, okay. CD Jr., Rico Suave, okay. like really like KI top players went to that event. I went there and I ended up getting ninth, so I was one. I was one shy of like top eight or whatever. And I was like, this was a really fun tournament. I got to meet a lot of people. Some of my best friends that I that I have now, I met at that tournament. Um, some of my favorite people in the scene. And I just kept traveling and traveling and traveling. I went to, you know, tournaments in New York. Then I went to New Jersey. Then I started traveling even further. I took a Greyhound from Bridgeport, Connecticut, all the way down to North Carolina. I spent 20 hours in a van from Harlem, New York, all the way down to Orlando to go to CEO 2015, where I got ninth. You know, I just grinded and grinded and grinded and traveled to all these different places where eventually I... Went to Common Breaker 2016. I got second place at Common Breaker, and that was the breakout tournament that hmm. started the birth started the birth of Circa Nikki. That's when I first got sponsored by Circa.
1: roll <laughs> Circle Nicholas.
4: Yep. Oh. yep. Sorry. So that's only
1: a couple of years, right? I mean, between when the game came out, or maybe when you started playing it, the first tournament you went to, uh, and then getting top two is a couple years, and. I guess maybe at the time you might have felt like that was a long time because you were relatively young, but that is actually a pretty brief period of time for people to become as strong as, as you did. Uh, so how do you feel like you made that happen?
4: Um, well, I, I really just feel like it was about putting my nose to the grindstone and just never uh, never being happy with, okay, I, I, made, to- I made my first top eight. Um, I made fifth place. I made fourth place. I got second. I got, or I got third. I got second. And then just trying to get that first place offline victory, I was more hungrier than ever to keep traveling to these events and try to secure a win. Um, The Killer Instinct World Cup was, you know, a fresh thing back in 2016. And I was really, really trying to get that qualified spot. Um, And it never really happened for the first event. I got enough points to qualify, but I never really solidified myself until season three. So middle of, you know, the middle of like 2016 is when I really kind of came out of my shell and actually started winning big events and solidified myself as a top player in the scene.
0: Now, no, no, talk to me about Killer Instinct here. You said you obviously came in here with Injustice because you're a fan of superheroes and everything like that, but somehow Killer Instinct, I guess, spoke to you differently than a lot of the other fighting games, right? Obviously, it's kind of one of the smaller ones right now. Still has a super dedicated scene, but what is it about? Like, sing the praises of Killer Instinct to me. You know, tell me why everybody should be playing this game.
4: Uh, It came down to the music for me, man. It's the best fighting (laughs) game soundtrack on the planet, and Injustice just kind of didn't have that. So, or I guess (laughs) most NRS games just don't have that. What are you talking about? What are you? Oh man, I'm trying. I'm (laughs) trying to
1: imagine, like, you know, for somebody who cares about music in fighting games, the choice between
4: Injustice and Killer Instinct is yeah, real obvious. It's too funny. Just to be honest, I mean, I'm calling it like I see it. I have one hundred percent. I had just got an Xbox One. It was the only fighting game on the console, so I played it. And um, I had never touched the older games. I was not an original Killer Instinct fan. I, ne- I didn't know That's anything fine. about the older games at all. That's fine. At all. That's fine. Yeah, they not good, so don't worry about it. No, <laughs> oh, so, it, it was the music of the soundtrack that did it for me, and the music just kept getting better and better with Season 2 and Season 3, and I was like... I guess I have no reason to go back to Injustice One, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, we're gonna have to call this show the uh, the We Love Keats show at this point. But you know, like, because we were talking about Rumbleverse, but the menu screen when you scroll through the menu plays a melody. I mean, <laughs>
2: Keats didn't do
1: that. Don't don't. Okay, Adam, fair, fair. Yeah, don't, don't give Adam the. the... <laughs> he had nothing to do with that. Fair. Uh, no, but look, I mean, do, for that. what I th- what I find interesting is that you're not giving answers that are. Kind of the typical, especially for somebody who becomes a champion at their game. A lot of the times, it's like people are are focused by the competition. That's what draws them in, and then they like a the game because it has certain mechanics. But you're you're much it, much more. It sounds like to me at least about uh, uh, the community and then about the sort of game aesthetics, the the sound of it, than about the stuff that i feel like oftentimes is what drives somebody who becomes a champion so how do you how do you reconcile that this is
0: why i hate this guy he like fell into championship man like he didn't do any work what the hell oh yeah yeah Yeah.
2: not not one bit oh
0: man go ahead Um, go
4: it's it's really it's really funny that you say that because a lot of people will say that a lot of my victories are, too, are you know it's, it's because of the characters that I play um, even though I've won multiple championships with multiple different characters but I guess that's besides the point um, <laughs> it, it it really comes down to the, I guess the passion I have for the game man I've been playing for I mean the game came out in November of 2013 right so over eight years now I've been playing right um, and I've I've been through the I've been with the game. Through all the patches, all the hundreds of thousands of Killer Instinct patches that there were, and I've seen the game develop into what it is now. So I guess I'm just very, you know, I, I grew to be very comfortable with the game and all the mechanics and understanding the characters and the matchups and all that stuff. So I guess it all just became second nature. Which is why I'm not, you know, necessarily fantastic at any other one fighting game. I dabble in NRS games. I've dabbled in Guilty Gear and a whole bunch of other different fighting games. And I'm decent. And I can, you know, I, I do okay. But Killer Instinct is the game that I'm always the best at. Because it's the game I not, I not only put the most time into, but the game I care about the most. And because yeah. I love the community and because I have the, mm-hmm. the passion for the game, it's just, it's only natural that I would be better at that game. I spend more time on it. So I guess that's that's my answer for that. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. All
1: right, cool. Well, you want to talk about the KI World Cup?
4: I would love to talk about the KI World Cup. What did you that I love how was. Easy <laughs> it was, Nikki. How easy was this win for you? <laughs> it, it, it was a lot easier than it would have been if the bracket was different. I feel like my hmm. bracket was kind of, my path was very blessed. I was very. Okay close to fighting some players that could have easily taken me out that have taken me out many times this year and i fought players that i for more for for better or for worse i was more confident against um than Hmm. a lot of the people in the bracket like if the person who like i i I won my round one match against wheels and then the guy i was i thought i was gonna fight in round two lost and i was like oh i gotta fight this other guy instead oh no way and then it just kind of one thing happened after another walk us through that let us know yeah, sure. So round one, I had a fight against Wheels and Wheels is a very close friend of mine. We're always bickering back and forth you know, on social media and what have you. But we're at the end of the day, we're really close friends. And I notoriously have always done really bad against his Gargos. And he just played Eagle the entire set. And I don't know why. And I haven't gotten an answer yet still. And I. I OK, so I, I ended up beating his Eagle three to one in the first round. OK, that really surprised me. In round two, um, I thought I was going to fight a player named Carnitas. He's a Glacius player um, from the Las Vegas area, and he's incredible. And he's beaten me a lot in the past year. He lost um, to a player from New Zealand who plays Hasako named Yorsh. And I I, I fought him, and I beat him 3-1 as well. Fulgore is one of Hasako's hardest matchups, so I was not at all worried. And I, I did very well. Um, for top eight winners, I had to play a player named DeChronicle, who is arguably oh, one of the greatest Killer Instinct players of the year. Super yep. consistent, the ARIA player of all ARIA players. And that was the hardest set of the entire tournament for me. Um, he took me down 3-2 to the wire, and he didn't react to something at the very end of the match, and I ended up chipping him out. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that was, the hardest, uh, that was the hardest thing I had to do in the entire tournament. I made top eight winners. I had to fight a player named Crazy Skate Nate who is a season one veteran. He plays every character in the cast at a high level, and he's arguably the best Omen player, which is Fulgore's hardest matchup. Um, believe it or not, the character has bad matchups. He picked Orchid, which is one of Fulgore's easiest matchups, huh. and didn't ever switch to Omen. And you would huh. you would think that I paid these players to pick these characters for me <laughs> so I could win, but they really just played their worst matchups, and I was they never switched on a loss. Her
2: birthday coming up. Is obviously no,
4: way way past, <laughs> man. So, you did real. fall in the championship. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It really ended up being a very lucky bracket for me. Um, I beat his orchid three to one, and I had to fight Sonic Dolphin in winner's finals and in grand finals uh, against his Kilgore. Now, he's picked Ooh, Kim wow. Wu and Arbiter on me in the past, and those have been pretty. But at first, his Kim Wu was giving me trouble. But then I learned the matchup because right. she was a new character, a newer-ish character at the time, and I wasn't as familiar because you couldn't get much Kim Woo experience back then. Um, besides him, and we hadn't played much. So once we started playing more, I kind of figured things out, and I was always very comfortable against Arbiter. So he tried Kilgore this time, and it was the best Kilgore I've ever fought. But I just still, I just, I guess, I felt too comfortable, and it just. Let's After you know. the win, I fell. I fell into championship. <laughs> on game seven. It was a miracle.
0: No, I mean, obviously, I'm joking with you because you know we, we 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 got to know each other doing some of those uh, ki tournaments from 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 uh, a, a while ago from some. Yes. Uh, uh, bad times i guess kind of <laughs> oh, they
4: were they were the best of times
0: yeah man. best of times but you know uh, you know i kind of want to g- get back to that a little bit because you were doing your own content creation you were running your own ki league you're doing the ultra tech stuff so you weren't even playing as much cuz like even in, in your own tournaments you know you would stay out of it you would let everybody else play and everything like that so you know like how hard was it to maintain that skill and Do you feel like the Ultra Tech University, you teaching people kind of helped you stay fresh during,
4: you know, during
0: that time?
4: It gave me a whole new outlook on the game. And although I wasn't playing as much competitive sets as I normally would be for training for tournament purposes, I was learning new things about the game because I'm teaching people the game. So I'm going out of my way to learn the entire cast. I can officially say that I'm comfortable with playing the entire cast of Killer Instinct, all 29 characters. I can play at at least a, a, a semi-decent high level, I would say. Mm-hmm. So I'm at, I'm at a point with the game where I might be the most comfortable with every single character. Um, so although I wasn't getting that high level gameplay, like, you know, first uh, death sets with high level players every single day training for World Cup, I was leveling up in a different way and getting more comfortable with the game itself in ways that I never was before. You know, I was only ever playing Fulgore and Mira for for years. And at any point, I felt like I could pick out another character and do very well with them if I, if I wanted to. Um, of course, for this tournament, I stuck to what I was comfortable with and it ended up being the better decision. But I really do feel like being able to teach new players almost leveled me up in a way that you can't get from high level sets. Mm-hmm. Being able to teach that knowledge that you think you have in your head. But saying it out loud and giving it to somebody else—something about that almost makes you understand it better. It's very, very strange. Yeah.
1: I completely agree with you. Uh, I've been doing commentary lessons, been giving commentary lessons, and I feel like I've thought more about commentary and have learned more about commentary than in like the years previous um, <laughs> because of that. Because like you're forced, you're forced. As you said, you're forced to like learn more about something to help somebody else attack something from a different angle than you've ever had to deal with it yourself. That, right. that, um, so, yeah. that's that's the adage
0: right you never really truly understand something until you can teach it to somebody else yeah. is what they say so you know that's that's, that's kind of why i asked the question because i really was curious how much You know, that Ultra Tech University played a part, and it sounds like it played a a, a big part.
4: (laughs) It it was a game changer for me, and I didn't win any other KI World Cup qualifiers in this entire time span. I had placed just enough to get Mm. points. I think I was the 25th seed out of 32 players, and it ended up working out perfectly.
2: you were you were playing the points game. You were like, all right, if I get the 25th seed, the chances <laughs> are in the bracket, I'll land right about here. I know what you were doing. You plotted this all along.
4: <laughs> I really, really wish that I, I could say that was the truth, but it just <laughs> ended up working out that way. I really did not mean for this to happen. I was running my own KI World Cup events with James. I wasn't entering to get those points. I was giving the points out to other people. They just happened to get the points, and I ended up winning on the the big day, I guess.
1: (laughs) Can can you talk about how the tour went in terms of, um, you know, talk about some of the people involved and
4: and the structure of it for folks who may not have been watching? Sure, yeah. So the KI World Cup has been in effect for, like, over a year now. Um, It started, I think, back in winter of last year when I started running the Insurrection with James um, I did two seasons of that and every one of my events were world cup qualifiers and a lot of community members came together to really put the Ki world cup together for the, for the, you know, for the pandemic, because the KI scene started booming again during lockdown because people wanted to play games with rollback netcode. Yeah. So <laughs> KI ended up getting, uh, you know, a whole resurgence of players and Brandon Alexander and his team, you know, came together to bring back the KI world cup and they said it was going to be online and a lot of the community members and, and even top players like myself Devil May Care 4, who runs the DMC 3v3, which is one of the greatest KI events we've ever seen in terms of production. Cool. Um, Apex Arcade, who's a top Rash player. He runs his event called The Revival. He's doing an event right now. He he came together and he was like, okay, yeah, let's put some, some events together. And he came out with a monthly tournament of his own. And we started just making our own events and learning how to not only be tournament organizers, but content creators. So it leveled up the entire community as a whole competitively in terms of content. And it helped keep the community... Uh, going strong you know a lot of people always like to say that ki is a game that's not a lot that ki is dead you know the community doesn't support the game when re- reality you know it's it's more it's probably stronger now than it's ever been because we have so <laughs> many new players coming in i see new players coming to me to to learn the game on a weekly basis it's insane
1: that's awesome i'm really i'm really glad to hear that um how about for the for the for the event itself for the like championship? Um, Can you talk a little bit about how other players played, like
4: anything that stood out to you, any matches or more players who stood out to you? In the actual World Cup itself, there were so many insane moments that really would not have been uh, noticed if it wasn't on a World Cup stage, and I'm glad that they were. Like Night Slash putting... Oh my God! I think he put Chronicles assist, and he he punched it, and it did like sixty percent to the one assist when he called it, and it was just like so many people. And Maximilian restreamed the event too. So many people oh, got good. to see Aganos just destroying characters, putting them through walls. <laughs> so many people got to see the madness that is Rash, the character, oh. and Alex V. Yeah. Not getting on his bike, James getting on his boat. <laughs> exactly, but by, by by far, um, w- one of the greatest competitive events for Killer Instinct we've ever seen. You know, we really got to showcase a lot of the amazing characters that awesome. the game has to offer, mm-hmm. and show that the the Killer Instinct community right now competitively is way better than it ever has been before. Because players like Alex V, who've only been playing since season three, and a lot of new players that I've helped teach that were a part that qualified for the World Cup. Um, I have a couple of players that. Were trained by me that qualified and got into the event as well in the top thirty-two. So say that Help those players get there. Is
0: part of that whole thing, right? Like if you train them, is that if they ever run into a tournament, they have to pick the bad matchups, right? I mean, is is
4: that that's what happened? (laughs) Yeah, I've lost to them in bracket before. It's happened. Oh wow, dude, that's crazy. That's cool. (laughs) So cool, right? I I think it is. That's like the most. It's like the greatest thing I could ever ask for is that people learn from me and it works. Right. Oh, man. That is
1: really cool. Uh, who who made it into the top 32 who was trained by you? I'm curious. Uh,
4: so there was three players in particular that had a little bit of experience before me, but I really think solidified their gameplay after they came to me for help, which was Luna Dunno, who she's an Aria player oh, yeah. from, I believe, the Netherlands. Um, there mm. is a uh, Ratch player named Leo Sensei. He's from Texas. And then an, uh, a new Omen player. His name is Insight. And I hadn't heard of it I didn't I did not hear of this player until like the KI World Cup this year. And he came out of nowhere and just smoked everybody with Omen in the World Cup series and managed to qualify. That's Dang. so cool. <laughs> no. Uh,
0: no I mean obviously look it's it's a big deal and i i know it, you're you're being very humble but i mean how does it feel to be the absolute like that's the worst interview question in the world is how does it feel but honestly how does it feel to know that you are the ki world champion as of you know december 14th 2021
4: <laughs> it's 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 a really crazy feeling knowing that I went the entire year, like I kinda downplayed myself the entire time. I'm just a commentator now, you know? My <laughs> glory days are behind me. I did all that stuff I want CEO and Combo Breaker already. But these new cats, these are their these are their future their kit. these guys are the future of KI, right? And for me to just, I don't know, it's almost poetic, right? That I, I, after the year was said and done, I was still like the best player of the of the year i don't know maybe it's just that one day it's it's a really weird experience i can't put it into we- into words it's really weird that they let a commentator win the whole thing though that's kind of strange <laughs> unbelievable i don't
2: know if they let you i feel like maybe you came in there and, and took it well actually those character selections maybe they did let you yeah <laughs> <laughs> the jury's still out
0: no uh, yeah. I, I i saw on twitter you know you you said you're you know you dabble in music or maybe that's actually more your thing but uh a couple of you guys are doing like tracks together from the KI community, right? So uh Yes. Like talk to me about that a little bit because it's just cool to hear about community coming together to do external projects like this, you know.
4: Sure, sure. I mean the big one I have to I have to mention is Alex V who is uh, he was the number 1 seed for the killer instinct world cup and he ended up being like the the savior of the KI community in a way because he is such a, a genius musically and he put together so many great tracks for the dmc 3v3 he okay. worked with omega he worked with omega sparks who did the the official tj combo theme song for the game and he just created some of the gr- the greatest masterpieces that the community's not even official tracks but stuff that people listen to the, to this day just tracks for for killer instinct and he's done the ki theme And he's just been an absolute amazing asset to the community. So it really comes down to him. He even helped me level up my music game a lot and taught me a lot more about recording and, you know, recording from home and stuff like that. He's just, you know, he he, he leveled up the community in more ways than one.
0: Okay. So, so in other words, you guys just recently did something, but this is just a new thing in a long chain of things that you guys have been doing then, huh?
4: Yes, for sure. Yeah. Someone
0: in the chat asked, where can you find this music?
4: uh alex v does have all of his tracks on his spotify playlist i think i think okay. his spotify account is just alex v okay cool all right uh yeah can you can you talk about other
1: stuff that you are up to these days
4: i'm just all in on killer instinct right now i've been keeping the community strong for over a year um ultra tech university is my main uh my main gig like i said earlier um the patreon service with a private discord server that i run that has uh endless killer instinct content that i only post there for the most part <laughs> and just try to you know work one on one with whoever thinks that they need the help you know we're bringing in new players each and every week and trying to really grow the community um, and the sub-community that is Ultratech University. Um, hosting more tournaments, we, you know, weekly, event, weekly events like lobbies and tournaments and round-robin-style stuff, just always keeping it fresh with content for the Killer Instinct community so that the hopes that maybe, just maybe, Microsoft will find the right developer to give us a new game. <laughs> now, yeah. uh, obviously the
0: game has had you know, a long story in terms of platforms, but right now, where would you say the community most plays? What platform do they mostly play on?
4: I think the biggest one is still probably Xbox, but I think Windows 10 is close to to, to, to tying that. I would say. Okay. Um, I do think the Steam version is a good asset if you are a uh, a TO or even just you know somebody who just streams the tournament itself because. Having the separate platform helps with connections for lobbies and stuff like that. Um, Believe it or not, the Windows 10 version and the Xbox version don't like to play nice sometimes and lobbies will crash. Or sometimes I find more stability on Steam. So I really think having any of the platforms is very helpful. Um, But if you are trying to play ranked and get in the sweaty games with the community, you kind of have to be on Xbox or Windows 10. Okay.
0: Is the game backwards compatible on Xbox Series X right now? It
4: is. It is. Okay, Six, six, And cross-progression between PC for Windows 10 and Xbox, just not with Steam. Okay,
3: okay.
1: So 2022 is coming up. Do you or does the community have plans for the upcoming year? Yeah, World Cup 2022, baby. It's going to be offline. Oh, yeah,
0: that's right. Get back offline, dude. That's awesome. And that's, I'm assuming, a lot of the same guys, you know, Devil May Care, Brandon, of course, you know. uh, Of course, yeah, Brandon okay
4: yep brandon alexander is a huge asset to our community but he, he, him being able to put this all together for us was uh a huge blessing and i'm really really thankful that we have we've had the opportunity to have a world cup for for 2020 20 uh 2021 it was really incredible
0: yeah i mean especially because yeah. you won right i mean i'm sure that's great <laughs> oh,
4: <my laughs>
1: too what was <laughs> hell, hell of a season hell of a season <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> uh, yeah for sure um uh, For the offline one in 2022, are there details about where and when that's going to be yet? Uh, No dates official yet. Stay tuned for that, I guess. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Cool. But, uh, I mean, I, I tend to ask everybody, you know, the question, you know, where your handle comes from. But I think it's pretty obvious where your handle comes from, right? So it's just... My mom gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go perfect good answer. That's a good answer yeah cool cool i mean and, there uh, are
1: people out there who use first names but it's not actually their dude, first names. freaking break that does exist
0: now is one. there a special site for ultra tech university or is that uh, just like uh, where do they go f- to, to sign yeah, up where, for
4: plug that all your stuff, man sure so it's it's really just it's it's a patreon service so it's patreon.com slash ultratech university okay. um that will give you the the access to see what all the tiers are to Yeah, a part of the community, Um, and then from there, it's really just you get using that as the middleman to get into the Discord server. It's really just a big Discord server where we host weekly lobbies that I stream, monthly tournaments with prize pools for players who don't want to enter the big ones. It's just for the people in the Discord, Um, and then we have a lot of community events too, like we do like movie nights where we'll go back and watch like old Ki tournaments from twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen you know we do, we do a lot of stuff like that we'll play other games too like you know it's just it's it's a sub community of the KI community and it's a really it's it's really helped everybody out a lot oh, that's I, awesome
0: i expect everybody to, like your your sign ups flooded now that you're proven as the champion <laughs> to be the best
2: teacher available
0: out <laughs> yeah. there you know I,
1: Finally, people know that Nikki's is good at KI. Yeah. took until 2021. Easy. Eight years later.
2: <laughs> is that the only place fans can find you, or are there other places?
1: All right. James already wow. went down this path.
4: God almighty. At Nikki FGC on all <laughs> yeah, my I, socials. Yeah, I'm in his
2: Twitter and his socials. Come on, okay. man. For uh-huh.
4: Sure. At <laughs> Nikki FGC on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok. Any place that I can post my content, I, Nikki FGC everywhere.
1: Sounds good. That's nice work. Gotcha. Hey, awesome. thanks a lot for coming on and hanging out, buddy. All right. Thank you so
4: much for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Good night.
0: And there we have it. World champion, Nicky uh, FGC here on the stream. Thanks for him stopping by. Sure, he's yeah. kind of sailing off the high of winning that, although he still, still seems a little, you know, kind of uh, shocked by it. Hasn't sunk in just yet, perhaps.
1: Oh, really cool. Yeah, congrats <laughs> yeah. to him. That's super awesome. Nice work. Uh, We will move on. Let's go to the next one. Five-five matchup. This is a segment where we have you, the viewers, send in questions. And then we also have you, the viewers, pick which questions we're going to do. As you can see, we have two slots up here. So we're going to take two. So vote as if there will be two available rather than just one. Tubbleware is keeping an eye on you.
0: Preview of, this, of the questions at the very start of this, but in uh, any case, uh, here you go. Go ahead and read. What's well, the mailbox.
1: Oh my there. god, this oh, is a whole no. different preview. I oh, have no. seen the Aurora. Okay. With COVID, number one, with COVID <laughs> perhaps being at CEO, will there be any changes with offline events going forward? Number two, what's your favorite? Oh no. I can't see it oh, anymore. No. Oh sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, there you go.
1: Number two, what's your favorite implementation of a DP in a fighting game? Safe or unsafe? Meterless? Uh, I think this is last time. This is last week's question. It's definitely the last times.
2: This is for sure last week's question. Are right? these?
1: Yeah, uh, they sure are. These are, these are straight from. <laughs> yeah, I remember these. From 12 <laughs> 7, 2021.
0: I copy last week's questions?
1: I don't know, man. I
0: did. I scrolled down too far. Holy crap. That's my bad. <laughs> That's pretty fun. I actually just copied last week's notes. Sorry. Uh, well, so then they didn't get a preview. Ha ha. Uh-huh. That was the intention all along. All and right. Agatha, all along.
1: Number one, for reals. Is Capcom waiting to see how SF6 is received or turns out before exploring any non-Street Fighter fighting game? Number two. Do you feel like SF5 made good on the promise of unlocking characters with fight money? Do you think any other games will use a similar system, or will characters be exclusively paid DLC? Number three, would you like fighting games in general to create more new offensive mechanics or more new defensive mechanics? Any good examples of either you'd like to see? Number four, rollback has been recognized as a must have in fighting games, but there are some games where the higher ups need convincing to invest, e.g., GBVS, DBFZ, as players. What can we do to try to sway execs to pour money into essentially completed games that have made their ROI? Five, as a TO, is it worth it to try to cultivate a small scene or should I spend my time on the bigger FGs in my state? And then last, six, with so many fighting games coming out, is it going to become too unwieldy for events to try to host and stream tournaments for all these games? Could we see great games just get lost in the shuffle as a result? There you go. There you go. There so, are the questions. I'm going to leave these go on the for screen
0: it. for you guys. Just vote with exclamation mark one, exclamation mark two, et cetera, through six. Everyone who is a subscriber can vote for two questions. Start typing in your votes, and we will see how that goes along. So there you go. Exclamation mark one through six. And we will get to the top two today. And I will just continue to watch the trend of the votes over here.
3: Okay. Okay
0: see if Let's we get see. some obvious uh, choices in here. Of course, you know, you can sway it very quickly. Just one or two votes can change the whole entire thing, as you can see here.
2: And don't forget, subs get two votes.
0: That's yep. right. And subs get two votes. So I see it slowing down now, so I'm going to go ahead and call it here. Uh, we are going to call it, and it is going to be questions five and three, although one literally just caught up to it right now. but uh, Too late. Too late. We have chosen five and three, so that's just the way it works. Too bad. Okay. Uh I am. L- Let's go to question number five, which is, as a T.O., Is it worth to try to cultivate a small scene or should I spend my time on the bigger fighting games in my state? So let me get this out here for you guys here. Do, 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 start the timer and uh, bam, there we go. As a TO, is it worth it to try to cultivate a small scene or should I spend my time on the bigger fighting games in my state? Well, I feel
1: like this really depends on what your goals are. Are your goals to help the scene for the game that you most care about, which is legit? Or are your goals to run an event that's as big as possible, which is legit? Um, I feel like either one of those is um, totally a reasonable way to go about trying to be a tournament organizer. It takes a lot of work, and I would understand for sure not wanting to do it for a scene that you feel might not... um, result in much and, and i don't just mean financially like nobody's gonna get rich doing tournament organizing anyway uh, if you yeah. uh, aren't, aren't Especially aware of that not at but, the
3: local level <laughs> yeah
1: but like you know having more people attend like feels good and so you know I, yeah. I get i get that um so i i think it really depends on what your goals are but if your goal is to have to help a smaller game but just a game that you yourself happen to really care about I think that that is both legit and also doable. I can think of examples of that all over the place, including where we are in SoCal before the world shut down. Um, That kind of stuff was happening a lot. There were still regular Marvel infinite tournaments that was still happening all the time. Still regular Skullgirls tournaments. This is before season one Skullgirls, right? Um, (laughs) And (laughs) which is funny to say. Yeah. So silly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I mean, I can think of a couple other examples. I'm uh. uh, a couple of us were running Mortal Kombat locals we were getting like under 10 people um but like that's you know we just wanted to play Mortal Kombat so that was cool for us it, that that's that's doable and there were, and you know i can't speak to your person, your your region your state and whether people will show up but i will say that the more you do it and the more that you uh, advertise for it and the more that you spread the word and the people who are coming do the same you can in fact Not necessarily will, but you can, in fact, create a bigger scene out of that, yeah.
2: I guess my answer is, why not both? Why not support the big games? And then if you really love Sam Show, shoehorn a Sam Show V Special tournament in there. I know that's what our local guys do. A lot of times, you know, the major games are the ones that weeklies and monthlies are for, right? Like, those are the, that's what draws the audience in. But then they'll also just have, like, oh, uh, here's a Marvel vs. Capcom 1 tournament because I really like this game. And that brings new players in. Uh, so I as long as you have the space, obviously, like what David said, it really depends on your situation and blah, blah, blah. But if you have the space, you, you can definitely do both if you're really interested in doing both. For
0: me, I really honestly am... I feel like sometimes the, the person running the events kind of doesn't get the pick. Like, I feel like it just depends on what the people are playing in your area. You hear this story a lot, too. Like, you know, I've been told that the Seattle-Vancouver area... Like they're super stoked about Blaze Blue getting rolled back because they've never stopped playing Blaze Blue, and so the people up there keep running Blaze Blue events. You know, um, you know the situation with you know the event that I went to this past weekend. You know, chapter the the guy who runs, uh, you know Faustian. You know, when he first decided to run Faustian and sponsor players, he asked, hey, who's really interested in taking it to the next level and travel? And the two people that reached out to him were both Soul caliber players. And so he just happened to start supporting Soul Calibur and doing a lot of Soul Calibur stuff, you know. A lot of the times it just really depends on what games your scene plays, if you just have enough people who want to play that game. Now, obviously, you do have the ability to affect that a little bit based off of you setting up. But really, honestly, I would gauge the pulse of your community because you could try to run Street Fighter V. But you might not even have any Street Fighter V players or a lot of people in your area that really actually, maybe they just care about Killer Instinct or Mortal Kombat or Samurai Showdown. So you just keep running these locals for the smaller game, but it turns out that that's the game that more people actually want to play. It's like David said, though, you know, it also depends on your goals as well. Are you trying to turn this into something bigger? If you want to make it to the point where you can get to running, you know, the regionals, for example, um, you know, then yeah, you might want to try skewing towards some of the bigger games to try to see if you can gear it towards that direction. But if you're just starting out, I mean, I would go with whatever it is that your community wants to play. Gain the experience as a TO, gain the experience as a streamer, Learn how all the follies and, and pros and cons of a smash.gg or a challenge or whatever you want to use. Develop your system for it with whatever game is popular and see how it goes from there, honestly. But a lot of times I think it just depends on what people want to play in your area. Sounds right to me. Okay.
1: All right. On that? Moving okay. on. Moving on.
0: Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, question number three. Do, 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 do. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Ah.
1: Okay. Do do do.
0: Would you like fighting games in general to create more new offensive mechanics or more new defensive mechanics? Any good examples of either you'd like to see?
2: I, for one. Feel like this question doesn't really fit any like status quo. Like you can't, I can't just say yeah, I want to see more offense or yeah, I want to see more defense without seeing the video game itself first. <laughs> I, I need to, I need to know what the game is about before I could. Say I, there is no in general, and this is what I'm saying. You can't yeah. say in general I want to see more offense, or in, in defense, or in general I want to see more defensive mechanics. That's not really how fighting games work. Um, you really need to find out what the game is about, what's strong in the game, what's weak in the game, etc. Before you, you know, can say that. I mean, you can definitely have a preference on. I like games that are more offensive, or I like games that are more defensive. That's totally fine. However, I don't think you can just make it a general point to say more of this should happen in all fighting games. I don't think it works that way.
1: I think that that's absolutely correct. And I also feel that even for myself, my tastes vary. That is to say like I don't want every game to be more offensive or more defensive. I like to play offensively, but I also like to play defensively. I really enjoy both of those. And it's important to me for uh, to have options like that. I really want games to have options. Um, so I don't want something to be too weighted in one direction or the other. Cause I'm not going to find it as interesting when that happens. Um, I think the games that I like the most are games that are, or at least like became by the time that I really like them, um, really varied <laughs> where, where, you know, you could play a really, really strong offense, but also really strong defense and whatever else in between. Um, a yeah. game that I feel like is too weighted one or the other is not one that's going to hold my interest. I don't think. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean it's interesting because I mean you know I think what most people when they talk about this is they're 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 referring more to the pace of the game, right? Because, in honestly, like I think Tubo's right on this. There's this 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 is there's no. It's just, it's, there's no general, generalizing the way it works. And in fact, if you think about every fighting game ever that's fun and fairly balanced, right? I mean, obviously there's games like Sailor Moon, which is just like everybody dies instantaneously. <laughs> but no one's going to sit here and tell you that Sailor Moon is like the greatest balanced game of all time. But the thing about it is if you really think about what a fighting game is, they're all, all the good ones that are properly balanced – have probably a very similar ratio of offensive mechanics to defensive mechanics. Because if the offensive mechanics are too strong, everybody would just die as soon as they get touched or as soon as they get put in the blender and then then it's just game over, right? So you think like, oh, Marvel's like that, but dude... the way some of these people survive in Marvel, right? It's not just that the game, it's just not that they're magic. The game has defensive mechanics, whether, you know, push block is an amazing defensive mechanic, for example. Chicken guarding is an amazing defensive mechanic, for example. People have ways to defend. So I feel like every single fighting game really has a pretty similar balance in terms of offensive and defensive mechanics. Otherwise, the game would probably be kind of busted, right? The first person to get the life lead would just crouch and win you know so uh if it was defensive was too strong for example like ki1 kind of had that problem because there were no throws, right? So blocking was too powerful, and the game was broken. <laughs> you know? Sailor Moon, the offense is too good. So even though there's a character who can backdash forever and be invincible 100% of the time, it's one of the worst characters in the game. <laughs> you know? Like, this, this is just the way it is. So what I think that this is really coming down to is what, what you want the pace to be, right? And do you want the game to be slower? Do you want the game to be manic? And I think that's kind of really what it comes down to. But in the end, in order to have a good fighting game, there has to be almost kind of a perfect balance between offense and defense. Otherwise, it's not a game. I mean, even the Dragon Ball developers were saying that. They were like, we thought we made the game with the proper offensive-defensive balance, but then a guy like Goichi comes along and you can't open this guy up no matter what, and it makes them question how to balance the game a little bit, you know? It, it's, it's, it, it's always going to be kind of like an even split between the two. So when you're making a fighting game, you have to balance out those mechanics because otherwise the game is going to be kind of unplayable in either direction, in my opinion. So um, that's just kind of how I view it. And like I said, it's just the faster games are going to feel more like they're broken like Marvel. But then, you know, the slower games are going to feel like they're more defensive like Street Fighter 5. But then again, I don't think anybody thinks Street Fighter 5 is particularly defensive at this point. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) there you go. All right. All right. We did it. We did it, everybody. Congratulations. Okay. Let's move on to something that nobody knew was coming. DNF Duel was just somewhere in the ether. It had disappeared. (laughs) Nobody mentioned it for an entire year. It was gone. Nobody was thinking about it. I don't know anybody, at least. (laughs) But then there's been, all of a sudden, a lot of news about this game. Suddenly, there are trailers um well very short trailers anyway and then even more suddenly guess what there's a beta yeah you can play it (laughs) soon suddenly i i
2: i actually really like this type of marketing i i i when i'm looking forward to something i get anxious right i get super anxious about that thing and Mm. i want to do that thing or see that thing or be part of whatever it is right so Do you I just like want, uh, you
0: want the next two days just to disappear basically right yeah, now, dude, huh?
2: James, yeah. you have no idea. Yeah, I, I couldn't sleep last night because I've had anxiety over Spider-Man. Home. Dang. I legitimately could not fall asleep thinking about that movie last night. Very cute. It, it, it sucks so it's, cool tr- but, trust me yeah a, i know but at the same weird. time it sucks trust yeah. me yeah, yeah, yeah it's the yeah. word uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but anyway so like I, I like the play it now marketing because i don't think about it it's just like boom there it is i was gonna try this thing out regardless awesome yeah. but also what the hell we, this, <laughs> what like we got nothing on this game then they dropped a bunch of teasers on us and now you can play it we don't know anything about the mechanics yeah. we don't know if there's rollback we don't know shit about shit But uh, here you go, apparently they've been working hard on it. (laughs) So, (laughs) cool,
0: I guess. I mean, the crazy thing about it is, like, it's hard to say, like, wow, S&K has been doing things right. I mean, that's an odd sentence to say, you know, in this day and age after the last few games. But when the KOF beta, first beta was announced, they had PDFs with everything to expect. They even had the bugs that they knew about in the PDF. They gave us move lists for the eight characters that were coming in the beta. We don't know anything <laughs> about this game. It just... It's happening. That's all we know. But apparently, there was a new trailer that got revealed for another character. Apparently, Vanguard just dropped, according to people in the chat. Oh, literally, so, right now. Like, right now. Oh no! Like when the show started, people were like, "New trailer, new trailer." So I think when our show oh. started, they just dropped the. Cool. So there's
2: Hitman, Dragonite, and Vanguard now out there. Yeah. Did you say there's Hitman? wait what hitman you... dragon knight and vanguard out there now
1: okay 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 hitmonlee
2: were... hitmonchan yeah I was yeah. like, I <laughs>
0: Pokemon?
2: No, it's not, so no.
0: i mean th- the crazy thing about this is, like yeah there's definitely an appeal to like holy crap we get this game but the question really comes down we don't even know what the net code is going to be we have no information on that at all
2: I mean, didn't I, I feel like Arx has said, like, hey, going forward, all our fighting games are right. going to be rollback, but also, maybe this game was in development before that was a thing, and also, maybe they go, wait a minute, wait a minute, we're just publishing, this is Aiding's game, Right. This is exactly. their game. I mean, cause like, maybe th- they they pass the buck off to them on this one, right. and this game doesn't even have rollback netcode. What a blow up would that be?
0: Because think about it, right? Dragon Ball and Grand Blue versus they don't have rollback, even though they're built by Arxis. But that's because they're under control of different IPs, right? If I'm not mistaken, Dungeon Fighter Duel is still being like the decisions are probably being made by
2: Nexon, right? I, that I, owns I would, the Dungeon yeah, Fighter, the Opal, or whoever. Yeah, makes Dungeon Fighter. Yeah, I I, I would imagine. I don't know, man. Like, I guess we'll find out Friday,
1: you know, yeah. like, I, I guess <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited about that. I'm not going to lie. I, I feel like almost it's been so long since I just try a game out and I don't know anything about it. Almost never. When was the last time that happened? Dude. In the 2000s? The,
0: the like excitement? of walking into an arcade and seeing a brand new fighting game that you had no idea was even coming out, just show up. is lost, it really is. I mean, I still remember the day that Street Fighter the movie dropped at the UCLA arcade and everybody, there was a crowd of people outside the arcade before it opened because we were like, holy crap, what's this gonna be like? I don't ever even remember playing it or touching it. Sorry, I think after it honest. got turned on, everybody I don't think. It, away. I think everybody just walked away. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I really yeah. think that we all just did. Yep, that we sounds just, about right. We just laughed. The, and last, it.
1: the last time that I think I can recall even something that's similar to this was maybe like Super Street Fighter Four uh, suddenly showed up at Super Arcade. Is my memory oh. of this? And there were people were like, "There's new characters," and I didn't even know that. And there are there are these new characters. What are they like? Did they change anything else about the game? Or was it maybe it wasn't Super? Whenever Oni came out, I don't recall at this point. That would have been arcade edition. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, so this looking at you, like,
2: how did you not know Super? Super got like,
1: announced, and there was yeah pre parties going and everything through. else. Like, there's no way you didn't yeah. know about it. Okay, Whichever was... one it was, but it basically showed up there, and suddenly there were these new characters, and I was I just I went and we played, and I. You know, found out. Yeah, I and mean, it was, and it was cool. But like, to be fair, there I was haven't s- had anything even close to that since. Right, it, and to be
0: fair, that was just a sequel of a game that you already knew. So going into it, you still yeah. knew that there would be FADCs and EXs and yeah. Ultras. Yeah, it, in my mind, know? like
1: anything could have changed. But yeah, they weren't gonna like remove major systems, <laughs> obviously.
0: Um. Right. This, this, anyway, we don't even know how crazy, many buttons there writer. are. We don't even yeah. know how many but this game could be no like. Like uh what was it the, the game that you really liked that had the point system right instead of actual <laughs> it's life not bars gonna
1: be, not going to be fighters destiny right
0: fighters destiny 2 right like uh, we don't that's know really it. Funny. dude we don't yeah. know I mean
1: the only anything. thing i will say about um about the game just from having watched all the trailers is that it seems to me like there's a special move cancel into special yeah like that. which is apparently like, a dungeon a little, fighter like, mechanic yellow Flash or whatever, Mm -hmm. and like it looks looks to me like they're doing a special move, and then now there's another special. Right, that's my only guess. But other than that, everything is up in the air, and I'm actually kind of excited about that. I think that's pretty cool. So I look forward to becoming the best.
0: (laughs) So are you planning to play?
3: So so I mean, like
0: for me, it's hard for me to even know how much of this I'm going to play because I'll probably be ending up playing KOF a lot. This weekend, right? So I'm gonna have to figure out how to divvy up my time if I if I can. Like you know, I'm gonna basically have Olaf sitting next to me, like choking me the whole time, like playing KOF with me. Damn it! You know, after he labs everything for Mary, uh, and uh, basically I'm, you know, I'm gonna be like, let me try Dungeon Fighter, and then he's gonna like slap the controller out of my hand and be (laughs) like, no, no, you play KOF now, and I'm like, okay. Well, yeah.
2: That's no. uh, that's part of my disappointment <laughs> in this announcement is yeah. I really want to try the game. I really want to try the game, but I'm quite literally giving my PlayStation 4 away this weekend. My friend that I haven't seen for 7 years, a childhood friend of mine, is flying out to Minneapolis to go see Spider-Man with me. And I'm going to he has a, he doesn't have a modern console, and I have this PlayStation with hundreds of games. So I'm just going to give him my PlayStation. And the okay. beta's not on <laughs> PC, so... Also, he's going to be here this weekend, so I wanna have time regardless. But right. even if I could have like snuck in, like, hey, let me get an hour with this game, I'm giving... like My PlayStation's not even hooked up. It's it's okay, his now. Okay, so, okay. so you I, just don't... You don't even I use wish it was on Okay. No, I, I have no... I, like, I play Guilty Gear on PC. Thanks. So okay, what else okay. am I going to play on console at this point? So I'm just going to let my buddy borrow it for as long as he wants, you know? Gotcha. Um, so like I, I I don't even get to play. Like I'm gonna be busy this weekend, so it sucks. Like I don't even get to, to try it out. Dang. Okay.
1: Okay. It's also like weird that it's exactly at the same times as the KOF beta. I don't know. Yeah. It, it seem it, like it's... I mean, well,
2: the KOF second beta wasn't planned either, so there's no way there is like a shade being thrown by arts.
0: Yeah. No, I don't think. So. I
1: I really doubt you that there's that there's intentional. Conflict, yeah, Yeah. but it's
0: just so funny that the times are literally like one hour off of each other. Like, Dungeon Fire always starts one hour earlier and ends one hour earlier, but otherwise, the times are like almost exactly the same, dude. It's crazy. Oh, man, that's really cool,
1: by the way, giving your PlayStation to your friends work oh yeah i mean whatever yeah it's old dude. all right we move on yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
0: probably true too That's there's cool. not very many weekends like you're not gonna throw out the beta during christmas weekend because nobody's gonna play yeah. it at that time right so yeah. you probably yeah. wanted to get it out ahead of time but what does that mean like obviously kof this is their second beta it's coming out in february does this mean dungeon fighter dnf duel is coming out like in february along with 700 along other with, things yeah in february? a billion
2: other games I kind of hope not. I don't have that much time. Let me get some space dude, in between these games. Yeah, it's totally. ridiculous, dude. I it's
0: mean, totally when weird. Rumbleverse comes out, I don't think we'll ever see Tubo again. That's right? my life.
2: So. My life is gone. Yeah.
0: Well, what about Halo? What's gonna win between Rumbleverse oh, and st- Halo? I'll,
2: I'll still play Halo. I'll definitely still play Halo. I play. I started playing <laughs> Guilty Gear again too. Nice. I just, you know, I, as, as the months move on, I have more free time. Okay. Uh
0: sounds All like right, Windjammers on. 2 is coming out on January 20th. Okay. So it's a chat saying. Okay. Okay. Granblue Versus has new characters added to the game. Uh, Vera and Avatar Belial, Belial apparently wasn't even Supposedly, like, like an original, okay. like apparently, someone like just really likes the character and like spent their extra time or something and just made an alternate Belial or something. Uh, that's what I read. I don't know if that's actually true, but uh, they've been added to Grand Blue Fantasy Versus along with a new patch. And again, I apologize profusely, you know, on behalf of all of us, lo- none of us really follow the game too much anymore, so there's not much we can add to that, but if there's anybody in the chat that has any insights on Vera...
2: I have some insight. Okay. Oh, well, not on Vera. I was gonna say that the game is going on sale for 50 bucks for the yeah, game and all the DLC. That's right. So, don't be like us. Go buy the game, get all the stuff, try it out, Yeah. play absolutely. the game,
1: you know. The only thing that I've seen cool on game. Twitter about it is um Callisto saying that he knows that other people stopped playing the game because characters got nerfed well he said everybody got buffed now so everybody come back and play mm. Grand blue and check it out so that's that's my only tidbit
0: okay that's good that's good oh so he's supposed to be the boss only version. But Arxis devs tell side games that he is good to be in versus two. So they just added him according to High Fight. There you go. So there we go. All right. Cool. Getting some bitches. That's so, awesome. so that's cool. I'm glad to hear that everybody got buffed in the latest patch because, yeah, that's always been one of the biggest complaints that I know that Blue has had is that they always seem to try to take away, quote unquote, the fun you know and so again i i call this meme inertia but like as soon as that happened the first time then another patch comes out where they kind of did half buffing and half nerfing and everyone's like they nerfed everyone again you know and it's just like sometimes it's hard to shake that so
1: well oh, i guess they've shaken it.
0: they're doing a survey poll for future character picks that's cool okay nice nice there you go uh nick all stars brawl they also had a new character added, and that is Garfield. And one, Garfield. And, and one of the most disappointing things is that their rumor that I heard about this character turns out not to be true. I heard he was locked out on Mondays, that you couldn't play him on Mondays, and that turned out not to be true, and I'm very disappointed.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He looks like Garfield. He does the kick, the Odie kick. And you mean, know, like, I, th- I think they did a good job. Honestly, I-, I think that he does look a lot like, he looks a lot like the cartoon character Garfield. Look, like they really like. There's stuff, there are references that they put in there that I think are nicely done.
0: I yeah. saw a picture that showed Garfield through the ages and how he looked since his inception of the first year, and like mm-hmm. since 1984, he has not changed. Like, good. Li- like that. Good, comic yeah, why would trip, they change that? The comic it because it's created by mass production, it's a machine produced comic strip. Look, I was a big fan of comic strips, I wanted to draw comics when I was growing up. <laughs> I have a lot to say about Garfield and why Garfield is just absolute garbage right now. But you is know, there that's
1: comics a- beef? Oh my god, it's the world I know nothing about, and, Dude, uh, and-
0: Garfield is the most nothing will change they use the same jokes over and over again because it's mass marketed to the entire world jim davis has doesn't do anything for the comic anymore it's just drawn by a production team
2: he doesn't work for the money the money works for him okay so funny
0: dude he does nothing he literally It's just going to be spiders monday lasagna john b that's why garfield minus garfield is like the greatest comic ever because it actually gives it a deeper meaning dude that thing is um, I loved Garfield when I was a kid. I watched all the cartoons and then it just lost its soul, man. It it really did. And as a well, person you who can wanted see
1: Garfield to... burp in Nick Brawl. As and a you person can see who him yell Monday and it's an attack in Nick Brawl.
0: As a person who grew up wanting to, who, who idolized Charles M. Schultz and Peanuts and all that stuff, and Farside you know, with Gary Larson and Bill Watterson and Calvin and Hobbes and all that stuff, Garfield was like the enemy of like comic strips. I swear it really was, dude. Ugh. Uh,
1: I, that's very funny. I had no idea. All right. Let's, so, oh, I should have saved that a for a Chen
0: Buster, dude, because that would have been a worthy Chen Buster right there. Is the rant against Garfield? All right, uh, Power Rangers.
1: Pat, so heads up, they changed. Yes.
0: Up. Oh, very little too. It's like six characters got like one change. I think it was. So. They actually
1: buffed Zim. Wow. <laughs> All right, we move on.
0: Uh, Rita Repulsa was added to Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Uh, she She'd comes out cool. today. She came out today. And uh, I watched the trailer, and she's very (laughs) Dormammu-esque.
1: Dude, she actually looks sick, I gotta say. I think that she looks really cool. Yeah, like, the trailers for that game are always very, very combo-focused, so most of the trailers are, like, doing extremely long combos. It's, like, the thing of the game. But she looks like she has a lot of, like, very strong zoning options, and I think she looks really cool.
0: Dude, she has stocking Flare as a special move. (laughs) And she has Dormammu Pillars, dude, like... She actually looks like she's pretty unique in, you know, in, in a very combo engine heavy game. And uh, I'm excited to see what people can do with her. I mean, literally, that's how the trailer starts is after 10,000 years, I'm free. Like, it just literally starts that way, dude. Yeah, Olaf, you need to watch that trailer because now all of a sudden you might want to download the game with with a yeah, Dormado character. It in does there. look cool. Yeah. Yeah, she looks cool. Right.
1: We move on.
0: To to the most
1: amazing- Do you have? Can you play it?
0: Uh, You know what? Every time I play any trailer, we get DMCA'd. I just, I don't even want to risk it anymore. We played the freaking Hot Wheels trailer, like, of a racing game that was on Steam. Like, we're watching the advertisement for the game, and it got DMCA'd, and I tried to cut it out of our clip, and the YouTube editor sat there for like four hours. I stayed up till like 5 a.m. waiting for this thing to finish clipping, and eventually I cut it out myself, re-rendered it, and uploaded it before YouTube actually got their fix in there. I was so mad, dude. So unfortunately, I, that's why I didn't play the the new DNF trailer. It's why I'm not gonna play this trailer as well because yeah, but it is the most amazing trailer ever.
1: Really yes. So in the new Phantom Amazing is a way to put it Omnia trailer, the voiceover person, I guess, must have gotten the direction to just go just go hog wild. Just <laughs> whatever, probably whatever you can come up with. Here's some voice lines to say, like copyright claimed, yes. Mm-hmm. Extremely, yeah. extremely talkative. Um and a lot of it is like C V S two or Alpha or Street Fighter Four, like round start kind yeah. of like <laughs> tabloum, you know? Yeah. But, fighting
0: lots of
1: fighting
0: oh yeah you know stuff like yeah, that yeah mm-hmm.
1: and like 12 <sighs> seconds into it when i was first shown it immediately i paused the video and i and i posted up like this is so stupid i'm actually laughing out loud it's this is ridiculous this is awful very negative yeah and then i pressed yeah. play and by the end of the video it's only like a minute and a half long by the end of the video i was like this is actually good this has actually become <laughs> good in the last like minute because yeah. it became so over the top and absurd that it was no longer bad. Yeah, It was actually good. So good work. Uh it, it, yeah. It's fu- it's I, funny cuz like I it actually sucks. it exists. I it tweeted exists. out doing over there.
0: I actually tweeted out that it sounded like they were going to teach us a fucking infinite at the start of it, right? (laughs) Because it almost sounded like, let me show you how to do a fucking infinite, you know, kind of thing. And uh, someone actually tagged the guy who originally made that Iron Man video (laughs) on my tweet. And the guy's like, yo, I would have done this for free.
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh uh, yeah man. i thought that was so good but
0: if you yeah. guys have the chance to watch it please do i mean it's all over the fighting game twitter verse social media verse so it's not going to be hard to find
1: i don't know anything about the game
0: you're breaking phantoms dude like
1: classically yeah, you're breaking the character select screen they all look the same to me uh at least half of them do but anyway <laughs> lots of gokus go. maybe it'll be fun yeah it's just
0: right, this we'll is on. already working on a parody trailer that sounds about right good
1: good that's awesome <laughs>
0: Oh, man.
1: Frosty Faustings? What's that? Frosty
0: Faustings? Frosty Faustings is where fighting and lots of fighting takes place. Oh,
2: yeah. It's
0: and real you'll frost your Faustings. <laughs> there's going to be giant magical tigers. Anyways, um, yeah, that's just the thing is, like, how do you make a parody of that? Like, it is a parody. Like, you watch it, you're, you're you're sure that it's just somebody doing an audio dub and making fun of it, but it's the actual trailer, dude. Um, but Frosty, Frosty Foustings, one of the biggest tournaments in the country, uh, yeah. usually taking place at the beginning of the year, finally trying to be off- offline again. In fact, was the last offline major before all the pandemic started. And in fact, a lot of people who got sick there thought they had the flu, Probably a lot of those people actually caught COVID and we just did not know at the time because uh, it wasn't that well publicized yet at the time. But they're finally trying to get to offline again. That's going to be taking place next month. Uh, very typically an anime-heavy tournament, because it it is uh, Guilty Gear, Faustings. I mean, it's run by... Uh, um, brother, the, 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 God, why can't I... Elvin Shadow. Elvin Shadow, thank you. It's run by Elvin Shadow, who is a Faust player, so it's called Frosty Faustings. And uh, they Frosty Faustings literally tweeted out their 25-game entry. There's 25 games. And they put out the list of the order uh, in terms of the highest uh, game to the lowest game. So let me actually just throw this onto the screen for you guys over here. As you can see. uh, So again... Always a Guilty Gear heavy tournament, so Strive coming in here with 700 plus uh, entrance, but Melty Blood not far behind with 600 plus entrance, and I think that's really, really cool.
2: I'm happy to see that. It's awesome. Yeah. For sure. I, for one, would like to remind everybody, last week we had a mailbag question that asked us what our <laughs> most hated fighting game was, okay. and I didn't, I didn't really answer it, except for one game, and that game is at the very bottom of that list. what's coincidence far side fantasy strike oh i really did not know you didn't even know what fs stood for you didn't put it together you know what that's that that proves the point (laughs) i
0: I didn't even realize what it was until you just said that literally literally (laughs) um But, yeah, uh, again.
1: Okay, so if you're not looking at this because you're listening to this, number one is Strive. Number two is Melty Blood. And then number three is actually Smash Ultimate. Number four is Guilty Gear XX AC plus R. Number five, Tide, it says, is Guilty Gear Xrd Rev 2 and BBCF. After that's Mystery, Tekken 7, Uniclear SF5, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, All right down to 25
0: but again always like i said frosty vowsings is kind of like a mini combo breaker you know uh because they run pretty much every game imaginable third strike vampire savior super turbo all those games are there and uh you know Skullgirls here and you know they all have always have a decent amount of entrance uh for a good time so should be should be good stuff so hopefully uh you know you'll have a chance to tune into that when the weekend comes along i know uh i know all of us are planning to be there so you know i'll be there yeah for sure so should be a good time this will be your first frosty faustings if you go right david correct dude okay that's cool yeah like i said there, it, the the times that you know i've been there it's a very Grassrootish feel like there's the main ballroom but they're running tournaments in the halls outside of the ballroom you know that's where like super turbo is run and stuff like that it's really it feels very grassrootish, very conventionish, and it's a nice feel that i kind of like you know what i mean because you know while we like the big glossy tournaments at the same time sometimes it feels good just to have these kind of nose to the grindstone kind of events
2: feels good man
0: Uh, next one is I just want to talk about the event that I went to this past weekend Uh, I went up to Seattle uh, for a Soul Calibur 6 event it was Tekken 7 and Soul Calibur 6 but I was only there for the Soul Calibur 6 event uh, run by Bonus Round and uh, Faustian uh, aka Chapter and you know I just wanted to talk about it a little bit because it was a really great event it was a lot of fun and, you know, Faustian, I know, is someone that uh, you've worked with a little bit, David, as well, in the yep. past. And he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He runs a nice tournament. He does it literally out of his own pocket. I mean, he's just doing it because he wants to support the community and such. And, you know, it was really cool because of the Soul Calibur community, they all just came out. Like, a whole bunch of them came out from, like, like it was a monthly for the pacific northwest and a bunch of people flew in from norcal you know uh father ramon who got third place came from new york you know like people were coming from all over the place just to play in this event and you know he did a lot of cool things too because uh he ran this tournament and uh the winner of the tournament had to fight the secret santa boss and uh and uh we didn't know who that was he would not tell anybody In fact, the person was never even at the venue until right before he would have had to play. And he showed up in a Santa suit with a black mask on and shades on and gloves so you couldn't tell who it was at all. And then he played a couple of games and then after losing two games, he revealed himself. And it was uh, Ao Boom. It was Boom who runs the Boominati League uh, Soul Calibur events from East Coast as well. Yeah. He actually told me he originally wanted to fly Skill out from Europe. To come Damn. play because he's one of the best. But do you remember that? I mean, he t- so chapter told me this and I laughed. But do you did you guys see the the scrub coats quotes, quotes post of the guy that was actually saying how rollback actually makes fighting games less skillful, I did see that. I right? Did see and that. it says that rollback takes the skill out of fighting games. Well, skill has actually not been playing any soul caliber because he's only been playing Guilty Gear because of the Rollback netcode. So for the Soul Calibur community, Rollback took the skill out of the game.
1: Jeez, that's good,
4: but (laughs) wow.
0: (laughs) I thought that was amazing. But again, Soul Calibur community, I mean, it's such a small group, you know, talking about that question, you know, should you cater to big group or small group? But like the way that uh, chapter, you know, catered to the even after all the guys flew out there, you know, he he, he had originally planned to have it so that uh, Boom, who was flown out would just run a gauntlet with everybody the next day on Sunday because it was a one day tournament. But instead, because so many people flew out, he just decided to host a big old casual session so everyone could play offline. I met a bunch of the people that are on my stream all the time for the first time, which was really, really cool. And then we ran some exhibitions off to the side you know, that uh, that we got to commentate and stuff, and we'll get put out on YouTube later because the venue only had Wi-Fi, so streaming wasn't going to be possible okay. there. But, uh, but uh yeah, it was it was held at this nice little venue, like a bar dance club kind of place where they were broadcasting the game on the ceiling in, like, CVS2 Diamonds and stuff like that. It was, it was a pretty pretty cool event. It was really nice, and, you know, I just want to say that I, I felt like you put on a great event, found some good venues. We were in... uh downtown seattle area really beautiful area there curly w who was in the chat earlier who lives in seattle now actually stopped by and visited so I actually got to hang out and talk with curly w for a long time Uh, But yeah, seattle's a really beautiful place and you know, I mean uh, Hope that I can go back and do more stuff over there. So I'm excited uh, and I had a great time there So it was weird to travel again I had to remember how to do all the stuff and forgot a couple of key things, like my switch charger. <laughs> I forgot uh-huh. headphones. I couldn't watch any of the movies on the airplane and stuff, like all these little things. But this I figured I could do that to prep myself for remembering how to travel once Frosty comes comes around. <laughs> But it was a good time though. I really had a good time and you know and also, you know, chapter made sure people were masked. Like he like you just could not even be in the venue if you were not masked and stuff. So it was really safe and everybody was being very careful and stuff like that. It was it was a lot of fun and I had a good time. So I just wanted to talk about but- that. And just, you know, kind of gush about being able to travel to an event again like that. And it was, you know, I, I had forgotten how much I kind of missed it. Like the whole airplane experience, the airport experience. I was like, oh, yes, I remember this.
1: <laughs> so cool, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. glad you had a good time. Yeah, it no, was Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move
0: on. Uh, upcoming stuff uh, Dream Hack was canceled. Dream Hack so Anaheim what? was canceled. We don't was know why.
1: To in February. Yeah, they didn't actually say, but you know, it's probably COVID. Right. Yeah.
0: And then you did the CPT Midwest this last week, which was won by Rob TV, but Brian right. F qualified since Rob already won. But uh, UK Ireland is coming up this weekend, right?
1: Correct. So, okay. Cool. Correct. Nice. Correct. All Take right. you, You're a bad You're man, on. Rob TV. You're a bad man. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. All right the uctv mailbag which we are gonna absolutely blitz through yeah sorry i didn't Just even realize what time it was go. so blitz, yeah, yeah very fast blitz. okay blitz. Oh.
2: here we Never go arrived. the first question um, the word oh, port to john via twitter if you could
0: go back in time and make one change to any video game you played besides adding rollback netcode to it what change would it be
2: if I could go uh, back in time and make change to any video game that I've ever played of all time, what would it be? Hmm. Make the Virtual
1: Boy in full color.
0: That's a that's a console. A console. That's not a
1: video game.
0: I think we're talking okay. about fighting games, right? I mean, are we? It's talking, a what? video game. It yeah, say that's fighting true. Game. I was thinking fighting games. Now that I think about it, the original my- Legend of
2: Zelda is three D.
0: My ori- my answer would be uh, make sure that Alpha 3 didn't have Crouch Canceling, Infinites.
2: We would never have another Zelda. You just ruined Zelda forever. Can you imagine NES Zelda 3D? Oh, no. <laughs> that would be the worst yeah. game of all time.
0: Yeah. I would take away Crouch Canceling, Infinites, from Alpha 3, because uh, I just feel like the Jun- game would...
1: John Lee and Third Strike is deleted.
2: That's a good uh, one, actually. I would...
0: Oh, no, the-, the end would be too powerful,
2: so... Tubo, tubo. I would, I would, I would, I would make sure that Melee, Super Smash Bros. Melee, has some form of online play on the GameCube. Okay. It could be delay based, but it would have some form of online play. That's the change I'll go back to. I'm surprised
0: about. your answer wasn't like just
2: so release
0: nice. Ultimate Marvel first so that way it would have sold well so they could keep making
2: patches and balance changes and DLC characters nah, to it. I don't, I don't think that would have made it sell any better, to be honest. Nah, that's. Probably true. I think it's such right, a Investigation
0: Cone via Twitter asks, what is your favorite festive treat this time of year? Be specific. Mine is my mom's sugar cookies, but specifically, whichever one has been decorated with the most cinnamon imperial candies on it.
1: I don't know. What are the going to eat this time of year? Uh, there's cookies, I guess. <laughs> what am I going to have? We're going to go do... Christmas stuff at some point. Um, I mean, honestly, like, Hanukkah's not actually a super big deal in in Jewish culture. It's, like, only important because it happens to fall around the same time that Christmas does. So, I mean, whatever. I'm just going to eat whatever food's around.
0: I, I have no history... Thanksgiving is the important one. I have no history of traditionally celebrating Christmas in any way, shape, or form. So, I don't really have any favorite festive snacks
1: my favorite christmas food is the traditional jewish christmas dinner of chinese food
0: ooh that's pretty good actually i mean mine mine would be just the fact that i every christmas i eat hot pot with my parents that shit's delicious right so i i love that but i what mean do you got like
1: oh. sorry
2: wait what what do you, you got have... what's your thing bud? no i don't ha- I, I don't have like a thing so <laughs>
0: we're all okay, I'll just
2: let you guys we that. all hate
0: christmas here on the ultra I, I mean TV. i
2: live alone i don't have family here what I, you what i've done like the past couple of years is i get together with marine and me saltine and we get drunk on christmas like that's that sounds amazing i don't have i i don't have like a special treat i guess you could say like maybe like some fall beers but that's not even in season anymore we're, we're past <laughs> that so you can have some I mean, schnapps that isn't that a Christmas thing. I, I don't like eggnog. I mean it's okay. I don't I don't like yeah, love it, nog. you know.
0: Yeah. To, um, we were walking through Target where there was me, Olaf, and Kitty, and like we were passing by all the Christmas treats, and they were like, James, what's your favorite Christmas treats? We'll buy you some for you right now and I was like, I, I and I didn't have an answer, so
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm with you.
0: Alright, all we know. move on.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I'm gonna go with guilt in retrospect. Even though <laughs> gelt is actually really bad humans Don't gelt. humans
0: that's your favorite snack is humans uh via twitter give us a fighting game holiday gift guide what's the perfect present for your sparring buddy who has it all
2: whoa um, um
0: a cool shoot. fighting game figure that's what i would give him. because it's decorative and and Look, I think fighting game figures are awesome, okay? And I, I've always said that if I had infinite money and they actually made figures for the characters that I wanted, I would, like, buy as many as, as I can, so...
2: I like what uh, Dr. Omnipotent says. Gotta got give them all an L.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ha ha! Great that's answer. Sure. Actually, you know one. what? Uh,
0: at at, at, the, we'll at that, that Soul Calibur event, the Secret Santa, boom, actually lost the Zefukai. And uh, the the loser of that exhibition match got a present that was an L-shaped gift box. So there you go. There, there you go. go. That's yeah. great. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: What about you, David?
1: Uh, give we move a, on. A okay. <laughs> it's
2: no, the worst t- mailbag of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We uh, <laughs> don't know. Do you yeah.
0: have an answer, yeah. David? Uh, oh, yeah. There no, you go. I... A big 3D printed L. High five.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay,
0: Trem via Twitter asks, I was disappointed that when discussing multiverses, David did not theorize about picks from the Warner Brothers' hit film, Dune. What characters would you want, and how would they play, such as their team powers? You can also consider these other hit WB properties. Uh, there's okay. a link
1: there. Okay, that tweet includes The Matrix, Mad Max, Pacific Rim, Rocky, Blade Runner, The Wire, Dirty Harry, National Lampoon's Vacation, Samurai Jack, Kangaroo Jack, The Situation Room with Wolf Blister... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Venture Brothers, Freakazoid, Anderson Cooper 360, Hanna-Barbera the Mask, Casablanca, Freddy Krueger, Rosolian Isles and Rush Hour.
0: In other words, just go watch just go watch Space Jam 2 to see WB whore out all of their properties in the most shameless way possible and that will yep. be what you have an indication of, so.
1: Well, uh what characters would I want from Dune? I think I think we talked about this, but maybe in something else. Uh, I think that Duncan Idaho would be cool. I, it would be cool to have like like he could use uh, Golas of himself as like shields, like Happy Chaos does. Uh, yeah, you know the word. You know I'm talking about Golas. Yeah, you know the, the, the whole gholas. backstory. Like oh, gholas. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course
2: who doesn't know about
1: gold and maybe like some face dancers i think it could be pretty sick they could probably do some real weird stuff which i think would be pretty cool it's
0: not working okay never
1: mind okay you're gonna chen buster me i was gonna
0: do that and say that nobody cares about dune but i know that's a lie but i
1: just i can't believe drem is disappointed in me i'm disappointed about the phrasing of warner brothers hit film dune like warner brothers just came out with dune yeah (laughs) it's not like 50 years old okay this is warner brothers original idea
0: (laughs) yeah it's still commented out that's why okay never mind okay 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 Anyways. anyways uh let's do this one uh, Matthew Mangiar asks via Discord, for this weekend's beta apocalypse. I like that word actually, what games are you most excited to play on Y? DNF, BBC Rollback, or KOF 15? I'm disappointed well, that we do ball not ball. have an Oxford comma in here. I'm going to put that in there myself.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm going to play a bla- I mean, I have been playing BlazBlue anyway, so yeah, yada yada. But as far as the two, KOF and DNF uh I guess I'm actually more excited for DNF cuz I don't know anything about it. Like KOF mm-hmm. I'm going to try and play and like, you know, probably have fun with, but I don't know anything about DNF, so I guess I'm more excited to try that one out.
2: I for one am most excited to see Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, uh Green Goblin, Lizard, Electro, Sandman, oh, and Doctor anything. Octopus. Listen, these have been in the trailers. I'm not spoiling anything, so okay. uh I'm I'm excited to see them all fighting this weekend. I I'm assuming the netcode's going to be incredible. Uh, I'm assuming there's going to be, you know, some high dude, impact action. It's
0: offline, dude. They they did the whole thing offline.
2: Oh yeah, that's true. Even even better, a true offline event. I can't wait. <laughs>
0: uh I mean, I'll probably mostly be playing uh uh KOF otherwise uh my roommate will destroy me. So, uh uh, I'll try to squeeze in some point in there. So no, <laughs> no, I don't know. I definitely want to try Dungeon Fighter just to see what the deal with it is and find out what's going on. But we'll see how that goes.
1: All okay. right, we're only halfway through, so we got a power.
0: What is your attire via Discord? What is the favorite word or phrase that you invented? It's definitely not trip guard because everyone keeps fucking that one up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice roll. Oh my god, right here. I actually jumped to the we're next question on. by
0: accident. Sorry. Uh go ahead you guys. Uh what what is what is what is uh what what's your favorite phrase that you've
1: invented? Uh my brothers and I basically came up with so many words when we were small that uh, our friends called it the gram language. Uh, so I feel like there's not a good single you yeah, it doesn't surprise anybody, I'm sure. Uh there's uh <laughs> probably not one answer to this, to be honest. Um I don't know. Nothing good comes up Um, when you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, David.
2: David. 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 Uh, Tubo, you go. You go. Finally, finally snapped. (laughs) Just laughing for no reason. He's remembering Uh, some of the parts
0: of the Gram language.
2: Yeah. So Grammys. I. uh, I don't. I don't. I don't recall making up a word, especially one that became FGC popular or a term. So I don't, I don't have one.
0: Yeah. I, mean, like, from,
2: I, I don't, I don't, yeah, it's, I don't, that's not a question for me. I that's mean, a question yeah. for James and James alone. <laughs> Launchers,
0: flying screen, you know, those kind of things. Uh, I mean, even to the point when rival schools came out, they said, use this motion to activate the rival launcher. And I was like, yes, but you know, it's such a common sounding word anyway. So, but I was proud of that. Okay. Back to the next question. Moving on. Deadeye Dave asks uh what is your favorite character in a game you've never played?
1: Mm, I'm gonna say Iron Tager in Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Because <laughs> I stopped playing Blaze Blue before Central Fiction. Yeah, but so, you
0: just tried you learned one combo last week.
1: Correct. I so have you have played him, played played him now. Week.
0: So that you've played them now, so that doesn't count. Game.
1: If only this question had been asked last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Fair enough. What game have I never... I don't know. I try most games. What game have I never played that I know anything about? If I have tried... A, if I don't, if I have never tried a game, I feel like I don't know anything, anything about it.
0: Tubo, do you have an answer?
2: Yeah, I've never played a Mega Man ZX game. And I like that character. So, okay. That's what I'm mm-hmm. going with. That's a good answer. I have
1: art on my wall of that character. That's pretty cool and weird. Um... I just like Mega Man. Yeah, you sure do. You sure do. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm just trying to think of everything that's in my backlog that I could possibly give an answer to, you know, that like games that I knew I wanted to play and I just never ended up playing them. Oh. <laughs> uh... Huh. So All right, moving requires on. Too right, much on. thought. All right, next question. Zachary via Twitter, sorry uh, we did not get a good answer for you. Which brain-altering fungus would you rather be colonized with for the rest of your life? One where you talk with a different random accent every day, or one where your brain interprets everyone else's voice as
2: Scooby-Doo?
1: Oh, absolutely the second, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely? Really? Absolutely the second oh yeah sure, yeah
2: yeah you, you would be looked at as a weirdo if you made different
1: accents every single day yeah like, that would be really hard to live like that because yeah. people would just be like nobody's gonna understand that whereas in the second one is just in your own head and like you're like you know that that's how what the world is and at some point it becomes normal to you yep yeah but the, but other the problem one is normal to other people
0: do you know how hard it would be to interpret things right like, if you wanted I to say we'll someone like, right do way. you want to eat a pear? They could also be saying, do you want to eat a bear? Or do you want to eat a hare? Like, because it would always come out as, you want to eat rare? Or you want to eat rare? Like, it's going to sound the same every single time. You have no idea if they're saying pear, hare, or bear.
1: On the other hand, just like any other language, I think that you would probably be able to figure out by context. And also, the more that you speak, or the more that you believe other people are speaking that language, the more, you the more that you'll learn it and you'll you'll figure it out. You'll, it'll become so like too. second nature to you. You'll start dreaming in that language. Yeah, you know, I, think, I think that's an easy answer.
0: As as a person who does speak Chinese a little bit, that's true because there's a lot of words in Chinese that sound the damn same, and you figure it out by context. So there you go. Uh, I don't know. I think it would just be cool to be able to speak because I've always wanted to be able to speak in every accent possible. So I'll just pick. I mean,
2: on if one. I got the pick and stick with one, sure. But if it's a random one every day, uh, that's weird. Sick, dude. Like, yeah, do, do you know uh, how yeah. many ways I could Your get away? Would fire you so fast. It would be so weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, but like, you would get accused you, of being racist. Like, yeah, it would be a problem. True. But you could <laughs> that would also. Be a problem, yeah. But
0: like, like, let's say you needed, like, there was a phone number that you could call to get something free, or like to enter a, a raffle. Like you would call in every day, and they would never know you're cheating.
2: That's what I'm thinking about with my weird accent voices. Exactly. How many raffles I All can right.
1: screw. So I can enter <laughs> raffles. So there's That's one one point on the board of the pro side. Right, Never but see, here's the, best, here's ad the
0: hardest part about it. If you chose the other one, I wouldn't know if I'm entering a raffle or a waffle, right? I mean, a entering a raffle.
2: So, like, Either way, it's a it, win, you know. You know? It's, there's no negative. Uh, right.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I'd like both, please.
0: All right. So Zachary Viet... Oh, What? Did I not All right, the, the so the week? answer
1: is two or <laughs> two.
2: I'm going to go with the human.
0: All right, Freaky Jason via Twitter says, uh, Say I run a venue here in Michigan. I want to run a tournament. All hypothetical, but what would it take to get one of you three here if that was even a possibility?
1: Big bucks.
2: Got to pay us billions of dollars. I like big bucks and I cannot lie.
0: Those other yeah. TOs can't deny. Um, yes. I mean, I didn't i didn't get paid for the soul caliber thing i did this weekend <laughs> just well. do a, do a good event you know uh do something that i i'm gonna have fun with and you know just uh you know talk to me talk to me about it see what we can do and that's that's basically all it comes down to really
1: so the way you sell yeah. me in a, on an event is what else can i do around there yeah. uh, are there any is there kind is, of, is there a museum i can go to is there like a cool yeah. cultural place I can go to? Um What if like, can I, go? I've never been to the Upper Peninsula. Are you there? Here's uh, the thing about Michigan. Cool to do there.
0: I know. I mean, like I would go to a tournament in Alaska so I could see the Aurora Borealis for free.
1: Correct. Correct. Although I got paid to do that. Although it was blood money, so I'm not sure I'm happy about that.
0: Phil Rufio via Twitter asks the new cool fighting game made by Uh, a wizard allows you to choose the moves for your cool character from any game. What three moves would you mash together and choose?
1: Alright. I'm playing I'm playing Chromedome Spark which is an invincible projectile that's his invincible move but also (laughs) it's a projectile (laughs) um, which is pretty ridiculous. Uh, I'm I'm doing, uh, which move from Pet Shop do I want to steal? That's a good question. Um, I'm
0: surprised it's just not Zangief SPD from, from Hyper Fighting Days and, and, and like, uh, uh, Tager Magnetism.
1: Well, those are the answers right there that James just gave. That's what actually where I was going to end up. All right, Brack, what about you? <laughs>
2: Uh let's see here. I want um I want Blanca's up ball from hyper fighting that hits on the way up, on the way down is a safe on block
1: for sure. Uh I want uh
2: I want Virgil three-way teleport. And I want mm-hmm. Ivan Ooze's Invincible DP.
1: <laughs> We're just Avenues. Yep, I'm I want avenues in the DP. Like, yeah, somebody takes Karnov balloon. Like what? All right, James, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wall dive. Uh, St Vega wall dive. Like just all the stupidest. <laughs> I stuff. know,
0: right? Basically, um, God, what would I want? What would I want in a game like that? I would want a super turbo Cammy spin knuckle. I would want a. a World Warrior Blanca's close up heavy punch?
1: Oh, the and worst moves you can think of. I'm yeah, sure
0: I'm too. trying to think of like the absolute <laughs> most useless moves yeah. in in the history of Hugo, fighting
1: games. Um You go any of like four different normals in Third Strike?
0: Uh oh, and maybe Armika's ring super from Alpha 3. Mm, <laughs> or shit. her or her V-ism kick air throw which did zero damage. <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> oh um, dang launch injustice one superman super the two frame overhead oh boy super oh pretty good choice um, all right
0: Ishun sengeki via twitter what might be some of your fighting game guilty pleasures for example i pull out gundam battle assault every once in a while i know it's pretty janky but i do love me some janky gundam fighters
1: Hey, man, I know a lot of people who really like Gundam games, so I, I don't know if I'm going to go with the jankiness on that. That's...
0: But that's a different game. That's a that's not one of the me- virtual on. I think that's actually oh, yeah. like the, the Gundam fighting game. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, I don't know anything about it. There you go. Uh, my fighting game, Guilty Pleasures? I think I just like games or I don't. I don't know. I kind of...
0: I mean, if you're talking I about janky games... Like, mine might be Super Turbo, (laughs) Vampire uh, Savior, you know?
2: (laughs) Marble 3. Yeah, basically, right?
0: I mean, if— I guess,
2: like, in in spirit of the question, though, we've already talked about mine, and that would be— tmnt tournament fighter yeah yeah like if you yeah. want to call that a guilty pleasure i guess i think that game is super dope criticom I think is, is n-
0: not a guilty pleasure that is just the worst thing ever imagined that's ninth level of hell stuff right there having to play criticom as you're fighting the only fighting game dude if that was the only fighting game you could play for the rest of your life as fighting game players as ourselves that is truly the ninth level of hell Because that was seriously like the worst fighting game I've ever played in my entire life. It was just the worst. There was a triple fireball where the guy goes, fireball. What? Did you guys get muted? Do we mute? What happened? Oh, shoot. What happened? I literally have no idea. I have no idea what just happened. What? There it is. Whoa, whoa!
2: I think it was Discord shitting the bed.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Discord. I didn't do jack shit, and it just happened.
2: Discord. That was Discord shitting the bed because we all came back at the same time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was a great Tuesday show, guys. Thanks for sticking around, Casper. Take care. Do we we want to do
0: the one last question? Do we want to do the one last question? Oh yeah, sure, sure. All right. Well, actually, we have two questions. So quote via Discord. Oh my, yeah. If you could make a fighting game consisting of only other fighting game characters of an archetype, what archetype would you choose and who'd you main? Such as a fighting game with only grapplers. That already exists. It's
2: called Rumbleverse. It's called Rumbleverse. I'm playing it. We're all going to play it. It's a great game. Next
1: it's
0: question. Fi Slamma Jamma Mama.
1: I actually zone with bats.
0: Tavi Turnip via Discord: Have you ever had to explain away a genuinely innocent thing like sp- spilling toothpaste or hand soap onto your black shirt without noticing until someone else pointed it out?
1: That's you actually just, a very funny question. You I just like described it. like my
0: childhood. I swear to God. So yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah you uh, you had a lot of suspicious stains. <laughs>
0: No, I mean, not even just suspicious, it was just weird shit. Like, I was that kid that would have the toilet paper stuck to my shoes, you know, that kind of stuff, dude. That was just my lot in life, dude. Well, I
1: well, think that I also did a lot of stupid stuff and had a lot of very silly and stupid stuff happen to me. And I think I just, like, didn't explain it away. <laughs>
0: You locked yourself out of your car one time, right? So, I, I yeah.
1: sure did, James. I sure did. <laughs> While the window was open and my pants were stuck in the car, correct?
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you lock yourself out with the window open? I've never told you that story.
0: I think it was before tubo joined. When when you told that story, I,
1: know, yeah. I
2: feel like I have heard this. Uh, I'll I'll actually. tell you
1: later. Yeah, it's yeah. very silly and stupid. So that kind of stuff has happened to me over the years. It's happening still. Another similar story happened just like a few months ago. So, yeah, I'm doing stupid stuff all the time. That's right. Deal with it, everybody else. It's not my problem. <laughs> well, kind of it is, I guess. But, you know, also mm. it's. And
2: as for me, I've never done anything awkward in my life.
0: <laughs> you were on a reality show, but you also tackled mm. someone you thought was killing somebody. So, yeah. that was a good thing.
2: All right. That's a Tuesday show, folks. We did it.
1: We did with it. No Barely. At all. I feel like we, we- got through it. Normal length Tuesday show, normal hours Tuesday show. Yeah,
0: Well I mean to be fair, this is a
1: normal length Tuesday show because we started practically half an hour late, right? See me in DNF Duel. I'm gonna be the best ranger or grappler. I'm not sure yet. We'll play the game has rollback. I, mean, oh, I, I can't so imagine bad. coming
2: out with it.
1: Oh yeah, man, that's gonna be a blow-up.